It's a scary evening because it's close to Halloween. And there's two things that came out that are quite creepy (laughs) on the television. We, of course, saw the Netflix release of season three of Black Mirror. And if that does not send chills down your spine enough, (laughs) we also watched the season seven premiere of The Walking Dead. Oh, isn't it scary? (laughs) Well, all of that and more on a very spooktacular episode of the Ribu Re Ah, shit. Okay, well that was a really short <laughs> <laughs> theme song. It was a catchy off guard. Just to put the creeps in. It was a, a jump scare. <laughs> Welcome to the review. Reboot. Your ghost. <laughs> don't like ghosts. Don't like spooks. Oh fuck! Oh Jesus! All right, <laughs> we're getting racist right away. Uh, it's a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I'm Troy the Max Extreme. I'm scared. <laughs> Today we've got a another double, d- double dose of, of fun. Double header, since it's we're in the World Series. I even <laughs> swung like a baseball bat. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you the did. The crack of the bat. <laughs> yeah, that's how you so looked you did when you it did it just now. Good. Looked like I was looked like I was trying to S a D, and I didn't want to miss it. <laughs> uh so we got as you heard up front. Yeah, Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Black. The, the Norwegian version? <laughs> yeah, it's got umlauts and a J yeah. in there yep. somewhere. M, J, <laughs> O with the two dots, O, R. Murr and <laughs> The Walking Dead. Controversial episode? Oh my gosh, it's been mark? making waves. It's got a lot of heat out there. It, some people might say it's too hot to handle, but we're all like... Put it right in our big, <laughs> sexy palms, and we're going to hold it. Holding it. We're going to watch it melt our hands, and we're going to hold it with our ghost hands oh, after spooky. that. Fuck yes. <laughs> well, in lieu of not having a lot of news, JT, All right. I'm just going to put it out there today. Forgot that I had a CPR class today. Ah, for fuck's sake. For five hours. Nobody ever uses CPR. <laughs> when does CPR ever help somebody? Couldn't tell you. It's just a government controversy. <laughs> yeah, conspiracy, conspiracy. To make you, I don't know, cave people's chests in. That's right. Lawsuits, essentially. That's yeah. what they want. Yep. Anyway, so I had to learn how to do that. Okay. So I didn't have any downtime to put any notes on paper. Well, so are you we... at least good at it now? Oh yeah, I could I could definitely save your life, JT. Right. I'm gonna put something down my throat real quick and see if you can save me real quick. All right, All right. here we go. Oh. oh my god, I forgot what to do. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 What if I just do oh. this? <laughs> I'm good now. 
I'm good. If anyone didn't see, I super kicked Joel in the stomach real hard. Yep. Yep. It did kill me, but this is all this is all off of instinct right now. <laughs> right. This is all muscle memory. Right. This is this is what you were born to do. Yeah, I'm pretty much weak in a burnings right burning right now. <laughs> right. Like um, this is all just stuff that I usually do and I've done it so much where I can be dead and still do it. Just a pro. Scary. <laughs> Spooky. So JT, I'm going to let you head up the news. I do have a little few things down, but if you mention them, then I'm just going to cross off my list. Well, damn it. Okay. I will do my news. Okay. Troy was unprepared. How scary! (laughs) 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 Troy, Pixar coming out with all them hot sequels down the line. That's right. We got Incredibles 2 and Toy Story 4. Yep. Toy Story 4 coming out first, of course. Oh, yeah. Then being followed by The Incredibles 2. Or is it? What? Apparently, Pixar pulling a little little switcheroo here. Uh-oh. Putting Incredibles 2 in that Toy Story 4 spot. Oh. And putting Toy oh. Story 4 in that Incredibles 2 spot. What's the big deal, JT? I don't know. They must have more faith in Incredibles 2. So that means Incredibles 2 coming out June 15th, 2018. Ooh, right and Toy Story there. 4 coming out June twi- 21st, 2019. Very good. So don't have to wait door. as long for that Incredibles 2. That's good. That's good news to me. Shaves a year off. Maybe they got a great script for Incredibles 2. Maybe. Maybe they need to tighten up Toy Story 4 a little bit. Mm, might be a piece of shit. We <laughs> <laughs> got a big piece of shit on our hands. Hey, Breaker Breaker 1-9, we got a piece of shit over here <laughs> called Toy Story 4. Get a little write-ups over here. Over. <laughs> over. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone at Pixar talks like big-ass truckers. <laughs> big-ass truckers. Yeah. Well, they still they still believe in the CB radio. They do. There's a whole lot of CB radios at mm. Pixar. Yep. Because they're funny. Like John Lasseter's a funny guy. <laughs> he's a funny guy. You know, he just got... Just CB radio headsets hanging from his ceiling, just yep. talking to everybody yeah. on those things. It's like those, like it's like those switchboards, but they're just random CB radio <laughs> <Yeah>. cords. <laughs> Instead of just flipping the channel, he just plugs it in. <laughs> yeah, an old timey yep. message or <laughs> what are they called? Like telephone uh, yeah. board that those ladies used. Oh, to hold do on, sound mixer. I got to talk to the lead artist. <laughs> He's cool like oh that. Oh, my God. He's cool like that. And he loves cars! <laughs> he just loves cars. He loves cars so much. He's like a teddy bear. I want to hug him. But, yeah. Incredibles 2. Toy Story 4. Getting the old switcheroo. Good news. Switch. Good news in my book, JT. Good. You're more Incredibles fan than Toy Story. I feel like Toy Story had its run. I think so too. It had it's had its ongoing arc, and now they're just kind of milking it for squeezing it for all the money you can get, have in it. <laughs> get more Woody. Get the fuck out. Some <laughs> squeezing that Woody. Piece of shit. <laughs> Buzz and Woody, get me the fucking money. <laughs> That's John Lasseter. That right there too. Right, that huggable teddy bear. I fucking love cars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Troy. Some Han Solo news. Oh, that Han Solo movie got two bits of news for the Han Solo movie. What? Yeah, you might have heard of one. 
I got oh two. Oh my god. Cuz I am more of a gumshoe <laughs> when it comes to this Star Wars shit. Good job, gumshoe. Thank you. Well, big news first Troy is that the Han Solo movie casted its Lando Calrissian. Oh yeah, this is the news that I had. Old Donald Glover. Old Donald Glover. Fresh off his hot FX show Atlanta. Have you seen that yet? No, I want to, though. heard it's okay. Yeah, I've heard it's good, too. I just heard it's okay. <laughs> well, you are a racist, so I can <laughs> right. see why you would be... Right. You would be impartial. Right. But, no, he has been casted as Lando Calrissian. I think so it's a good pick. It is a good pick. He's very charismatic. Yep. I can see him maybe sooner in a field, gals. Oh, uh, you know it. I mean, like, hey, baby. <laughs> maybe he has to get that lower register. <laughs> get a nice uh, a cape. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if he doesn't have a cape, I'm going to be pissed. Me too. Well, that's the first bit of news I have, Troy. All right. Second bit of news is that apparently one of the scenes that might play out in the Han Solo movie. What's that? Is that you might actually see how Han Solo won the Millennium Falcon from Lando Calrissian. Oh, yeah, baby. It's, there's been so much speculation about it. We get to finally see it. I'm into that. Get to see it up close and personal. Do they ever say how he actually won it? No, they just say that he won, that he won it. Because like, Lando keeps talking about that. It's, it's his ship. It's like, no, you lost it to me fair and square. I want to say it might so like be like some kind game? of game. Yeah, space like a, poker. Yeah, they played space poker. <laughs> but, Makes sense. Yeah. Han Solo hoodwinked him. Oh, that bastard. What a skis. That bastard. What a skis. Alden Eidenreich or whatever his name is. <laughs> sure, we'll say it's that. It's something close to that. Yeah, things Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich? Alden? Is his first name Alden? <laughs> Yeah. That's what you're sure of. I know it's Alden. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm on a first name basis with him, so. Oh, he's on, you got him in your phone. No, uh, well, we're working on it. <laughs> oh, okay. We Facebook chat a lot. Oh, that's good. It I was asking for his personal, yeah. but it's a little I'm like, personal. Yeah, I'm like, hey, get, just give me your number. I can text you sometime. And he's like, oh, okay, sure. And the, But then he gives it to me, and that's always like one digit off. Uh. And I'm like, dude, come on, just give it to me. I mean, but how often do you call yourself? Like, oh, I'm Sometimes busy. you forget your own number. Yeah. I'm like, subject to that. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm busy right now. I'll see ya. And then, like, he sends his security out and leads me out. But that's in a playful way. They're like, come on, get out of here. They, they kind of hurt me a little bit. But, you I mean, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Right. It's, an, it's all playful. It's right. all playful. If I had security, I'd probably do it to him, too. Because <laughs> we're fun like that. <laughs> We're fun. We're fun guys. We're fun guys We're together. a good time here. Just a couple of guys playing grab ass. I love it. <laughs> Troy, that Batman is a hot ticket. That oh, my ben God. Ben Affleck Batman movie, it's a hot ticket. So, so many people trying to jump on that bandwagon, get on that Batman movie. That's right. Another person that's looking to get into that is an original Batman. Oh? Uh? Perhaps an Adam Weist? Adam Weist? Yeah. Wow. He said that he would love to have a cameo in the Batman movie. What do you think about that? Hmm. Would that be cool? I wouldn't mind it as long as he 
Like if he plays like the mayor or something. That'd be okay if he like was he the mayor. He plays the mayor like he plays the mayor in <laughs> Family Guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and he plays him just like he does in Family Guy. Yes. And totally just like steals the scene. Yeah, just chews up scenery by acting like a total idiot. <laughs> well, I have to see about that. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, you must go talk to Batman while I water my marigolds. <laughs> <laughs> I would be okay with, yeah, I would be okay with Adam West being in there. Yeah. I, I, It'd be just like a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's a totally different kind of feel for a movie. I'm assuming the Batman movie is going to be a little more brooding yeah. than maybe like a... Stan Lee's Spider-Man cameo. I can see it being brooding, but I can also see it being more lighthearted than, than, say, Christopher Nolan movies. Well, they're trying to make it lighter anyway, right? Yeah. So the light. Everyone's all like, come on, you're being all depressing. Let's make it a little happy. (laughs) Laugh a little. Maybe that's what they need. Laugh! Maybe they need that Adam West in there. Maybe. A little levity. Kind of ease the tension, Mm. so to say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Let it happen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Put in Val Kilmer while you're there. Let's do yeah. Val Kilmer. Oh, uh, Clo- George Clooney. Clooney. Keaton in there. Keats. He's too busy being being the vulture though. Oh. So I don't know. What's one day on set? You can't give him a day. <laughs> one day. <sighs> Come on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Try the Indiana Jones Five. Are you looking forward to it? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone really cares about it. I keep forgetting that it's happening. But there's a little silver lining in it, though. All right. Little bit of silver lining. What's that? George Lucas not involved in any way whatsoever. Any way? No way. None. Not writing it. Not directing it. Nada. Mm. Okay. Was he involved heavily in the? fourth one i think yeah i think it was him and spielberg because they tried to bring the old gang back together you know uh all right because remember that south park where they just they just showed them constantly raping indiana jones throughout it i do (laughs) after they did it to a stormtrooper i think too right (laughs) yeah i do remember that oh because i was gonna say like if i thought spielberg was just in charge of four but maybe i'm wrong because spielberg loves aliens he does love aliens. And I was but say, George Lucas also likes stuff that doesn't make sense. So. Ah, yeah. Nuke fridge. Yep. <laughs> Classic Lucas. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Is Spielberg in it? Uh, yeah, I think he's involved. Hmm. Cause remember, he's, he's come out and said some stuff about it, so I don't know. I see. You know what's, like, too bad? Because, like, the... I've read in, like, other things and seen stuff is, like, uh, the Indiana Jones movies were, like, fun projects for him to do. It's kind of like stuff to have him just, like, blow off steam, even though it's, like, a decent production. But um, it seems like the fourth one wasn't like that. It's like, we need to capitalize on this and make money. And I think that's where they went wrong. Yeah, it definitely felt like something where the studio just wanted to squeeze more money out of a property oh god but i mean i could see what they're trying to do with it like they were trying to 
I feel like they were trying to do what the other Nina Joneses did, where they tried to like capture like like capture the feel of that era. Yeah, but they went in like the crazy direction, like less the feel of the era and more the conspiracy theorist. Like they're like, okay, yeah. we're gonna cover the fifties. Who who do we have that's an expert on the fifties? Oh, crazy man wearing a tinfoil hat? Why don't you tell us about the 50s? <laughs> well, there was aliens, and then there was a nuclear explosion. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Let's make a movie about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't even have minded so much if it was... Uh, no, no, now that I say it, I'm remember- remembering more about Crystal Skull. <laughs> if they still had an alien aspect in Crystal Skull... Yeah, I wouldn't have minded it. I wouldn't have minded it. Yeah. I don't want it. I didn't need it to take off at the end. Like, if yeah. they just came across ancient alien, like, yeah. spacecraft, yeah. all of them are dead in there, and, like, they find that, cool, fine. But, like, Shia LaBeouf in it swinging through the trees like a monkey with the monkeys, <laughs> the terrible CG, nuke fridge... <laughs> You know what? Nuke Fridge doesn't even really bother me all that much. I just like saying Nuke Fridge. <laughs> nuke Fridge was pretty bad, though. Yeah. It's like the jumping the shark thing. It is. But it, uh, I don't know. There's more things than just the aliens that bothered me in the movie. There or the fact that the skull was something that could not have possibly come from something that was living. Yeah. Because it was just a solid object. Yeah. <laughs> there was no joints or any place where there could have been eyeballs or uh, they had a mouth, but it was like glued together. So right. it's like, so I guess it never spoke. <laughs> right. It had teeth. It just didn't ever use the mouth because the mouth was just attached. Yep. Can't work. So, but no, I'm not looking forward to it's stupid Indiana Jones five. But I have been looking forward to maybe rewatching them again. I fired up my Pandora the other day, and it was on the movie score station. Ooh! And the first one that popped up was the Indiana Jones theme, and I was That'll like, "Get you pumped!" Oh yeah, babe, give it to me. Oh give yeah, give it to me, Indy. Yeah, <laughs> give it to me, Indy. Come on, Indy. <laughs> Before you go on, how you liking this lazy mutt farmhouse ale? I'm I'm digging it. I'm it's digging pretty it. good. It's like nothing really to write home about, but it's yeah. it's pretty good. It tastes a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's a little nutty, and it's uh, made in Monroe, Wisconsin, too, not too far away. Oh, don't say that, Troy. Then people track us down. Oh my, we meant Monroe, Bolivia, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> And it's cool too because uh, it it's sold in an eight pack, but it's priced for a six pack, which is pretty cool too. So oh you get my gosh. two free extra beers. Those guys know what's going on. Killing it. Thanks a lot, lazy mutt. Right. Anyway, next bit of news. Try that Uncharted movie. Still happening? Yeah, still happening. Did you ever play any Uncharted? No. I heard they're great. I've played um, a little bit of one, and but I never beat any of them. I'm, it's on my bucket list to play them. Yeah. And I know the fourth one's only for PS4. I know. I got I uh, I got to get back into it because I was in the middle of three, and then it's just one of those things where I never got back into it. But it was – I had fun. Oh, man. I dursted it. I had fun with it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. 
it because it's by the same people that made The Last of Us. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like The Last of Us, but it's less sneaking around and more gunplay. Cool. I was really into it. Yeah. I was into it. It was fun. Anyways, that Uncharted movie coming out. Oh, they yeah. got a director for it. Oh. It is what? a Sean Levy. If you don't know what he does, he's actually a pretty prominent director in Stranger Things. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. In fact, I think they said they has to cut his schedule with uh, season two of Stranger Things short so he can do this. Ooh, they're really like, fast-tracking it then, yeah. eh? Yeah. I want to get that out there. Get it out. Well, it's still it fresh in people's heads. Hmm. Are they still going to go through with it if Assassin's Creed bombs? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, it's a, diff- it's a different premise than Assassin's Creed. Sure. It's a, it's, I think it's a more straightforward story than Assassin's Creed is. I suppose. It would kind of be like an Indiana Jonesy-ish type story. Yeah, but he wouldn't be old. Right. <laughs> wouldn't be unconscionably old. Right. He'd be like uh, Raiders uh, instead of Crystal Skull. Exactly. Maybe even younger, a little, a little younger than that. Yeah. I think this deals less with like uh, like a Catholic mythology and more with like um, they deal more with like uh, like Aztec. Stuff. Ancient temple kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 that sounds right. Yeah, like Tomb Raider. Yeah, kind it'd of be stuff. more. It'd be more of like a male Tomb Raider, if anything. Good. I'm into it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see what they do with it. Tomb Raider is one of my favorite franchises. Bring that up. I'm on board. Do it to it. Oh God! Someone, someone's firing on us. <laughs> Get down! <laughs> Get Nathan Drake in here to help us out. Get down! <laughs> Nathan Drake being played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Troy, little thing leaked out online. Oh God! Don't know if it's true, but it's a little bit of a little bit of a rumor. Might want to open the rumor mill oh, for this. Oh my God! Well, Doctor Strange, of course, right around the corner. 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 <laughs> well. We all know Doctor Strange being played by the always talented Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Benny Cumbos. Well, rumor has it he might be playing two roles. What? In Doctor Strange. What? Not only is he playing the titular Strange, he might also be playing a nemesis. What? Dormammu. What? The voice of Dormammu. Oh, my God. This is rumor. This is rumor. Because I think advanced screenings are out already. So it might be true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it going to be Benny Cumbo's British voice? Maybe. As Dormammu. Maybe. To differentiate from them. (laughs) (laughs) It's a possibility. (laughs) It's so weird to see Benedict Cumberbatch speak. In an American accent. Yeah. Anytime I see like a TV spot when I'm at my mom and dad's and he's just like, <laughs> I am Dr. <Doctor> Strange. <laughs> Speaking I, in his American. I don't believe in chakras. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, that seems so out of place. Because even when he was con in like Star Trek. Yeah. He, he still had the had same that... accent. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think 
there's some movie he was in. He had a like a Boston accent, but I never saw. Yeah, that. he wasn't too bad in that. It was a uh, uh, Black Mass. It was in Black Mass. Yeah, he plays um, Whitey Bulger's brother, who was oh. like a senator. I just saw that was out in, uh, on Hulu. I think I was gonna try to catch that. Yeah, he's pretty good in it. I think he's one of my more favorite parts of it. Oh, you saw Black Mass? Yes. Recommend? Eh, I mean, ah, it's on Hulu, so check it. it out. I mean, it's on Hulu, so check it out. God. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but it's good. I just wanted it to restore my faith in Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is good in it. Okay. he's pro- he, Him and Benedict Cumberbatch are probably the two best parts. All right. Everyone else is kind of just, we were kind of doing like another like casino. Ah. But they're actually like actually like sticking out. And trying to right. make something of it. I guess I shouldn't have to like Johnny Depp because of the weird sexual stuff that he's into, I guess. What? Didn't you hear that controversy of him, like, oh, like not that long ago? Something what? Everyone's hating him now again? Well, he's got to, like, choke a cat to get off? <laughs> I don't remember what it was now, but I think we're supposed to hate him. I think the world's supposed to hate Johnny Depp right now. Oh, okay. I, I didn't get the email, so I didn't. Well, no. I just Sorry. skimmed through it. Sorry. Don't 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 hate me, world. I hate Johnny Depp too. Wink. <laughs> I hate him if I see him in another pirates movie. Yeah. Well, that's coming out though. So Dead Men Tell No Tales. Hate him. Dead Men Tell No Dead Men Tell No Tales. <laughs> Troy, we've got some big Deadpool two news. Oh this my. week. I think I know what it is. Apparently, the director of Deadpool 1 who was supposed to do Deadpool 2 Tim Miller Tim Miller out of Deadpool 2 he's out apparently the studio wanted to keep it still pretty low budget pretty uh pretty small heard this heard this and Tim Miller was like nah man we got to uh-uh. build that we got to throw that we got to make a huge blockbuster flick that's right uh-uh, throw a poppy. shit ton of money at this yeah he said ah uh-uh, ah poppy <laughs> His words, not mine. <laughs> yeah. Verbatim. And then they were just like, you get the fuck out of here. Mm. I heard, I saw that today because he wanted like $150 million for it. Almost double the yeah. budget of the Tri- first I heard one. it was like triple the oh, really? budget of what? Because I think the, only, the, the uh, origin, yeah, the first one is supposed to be like only like $50 million they made it for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, guess, I thought it was like 70 something, but I think 50 is right. Yeah. And he was like, Tri- no, triple that shit up. We're going to fucking blow everything up. Oh and they were just like, nah. See ya. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they made a fuck ton of money the first time. Why Why change the formula? That's right. So they're like, boom, Tim Miller's out. But now the internet, all abuzz. Uh-oh. They're like, I think we got somebody to do this. Uh-oh. And as much as I like him. I don't think it's a good choice. Uh-oh. What do they got? There, there's a petition online for the director of Deadpool 2 to be Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I saw that little snippet, and I also do not think that's a good idea. No, no. I love Tarantino, and I love his original stuff. I'll watch that all day long. But I think if it's like a property, he's going to be so up his own ass. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna just yeah. get away from Deadpool altogether. It's probably gonna it'll be like, okay, you see Deadpool in one scene, and then it's gonna focus on like a little girl that was like affected by what he did. 
<laughs> I yeah, I don't. I think he's done his original stuff for so long that I think it would be yeah. hard for him to dive into a property and to like yeah. work in the confinements that they oh, give yeah. him. Espe- yeah, especially if they're going to try to yeah, like try and set out some sort of guidelines that they want him to follow. He's not going to do that shit. Especially if the first one had a like everyone loved the first one. Yeah. Almost unanimously. Yeah. And that would have a completely different feel oh, I know. from the way Tarantino would yeah. take it over. Yeah, like Deadpool, it was funny and it was violent, but it wasn't Tarantino-esque violence and funny. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't I don't think I like that idea. No. <laughs> but I'm I, trying to think like like I don't know, like who like who directed Kick Ass? Like that would be a good one. Matt uh Matt Vaughn? Yeah. Like you would be That'd good be for pretty it. cool. That'd yeah. be good. Hmm. Like somebody like that who's like who's dealt with something that can juggle violence and comedy in a in a funny way. What about the guys who like directed Crank Two? Oh shit, yeah, that would be really good. Yeah. I that'd mean, be, be that'd be, be balls out, yeah. It'd be crazy. Oh, I know. Uh who else? They'd make it a lot more sexual, I think. Which would be good because then they can like kinda like uh um like dive into like Deadpool's whole like sexual escapades like isn't he like kind of like notorious in the comics for like getting with chicks and dudes yeah right he's trisexual he'll try anything (laughs) 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 some kind of weird smoker just walked in here and stole Troy's mic um I also heard earlier on in the week that uh he left because he had uh, disagreements with Ryan Reynolds. Oh shit! But maybe it was because of the budget stuff. But that doesn't make any sense, really. I don't know because I think Ryan Reynolds is like a producer on it, isn't he? Yeah, but that's that's the original story I saw. But that could just be in the internet running with rumors. So what a bunch of bitches! What a bunch of bitches! But yeah, I saw Tim Miller. He's leaving. That's too bad because yep. he did a really good job. Did a good job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I, I heard that. the rumor. It was this is the rumor that he split because of disagreements with Ryan Reynolds and how to handle cable. Oh. And they also wanted the story to end on a bridge again. <laughs> or at least to end on a bridge as where most of the first movie took place. And I think they wanted to remove themselves from that. <laughs> they don't wanna they don't want to paint themselves in a corner. <laughs> right. They don't wanna they don't wanna stereotype themselves as being a bridge movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and I, I feel like that is all bullshit. But I, those yeah. are things that I read. I really this hope week. that's true. <laughs> it's like the Stan Lee of the Deadpool universe is a bridge, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right. oh look, look at the bridge cameo in the background. It's a good bridge. <laughs> that's a sweet bridge. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, on the topic of directors quitting we do have a director that is quitting the business completely a classic classic director quentin tarantino (laughs) no no i think he's got i think he says that he has at least one more in him okay but yui bull oh shit (laughs) tell me tell me this isn't true uh guys is his first name ui or is it you? He's <laughs> named himself after what people say after his movies. Oh damn! 
Ubol. What an... uh, so you won't get any more him making shitty movies and then yelling at people online who don't like him <laughs> because they are in fact awful. The worst fucking movies ever. <laughs> who knew that a crowdfunded high motion picture movie about some shit video game that he likes wouldn't take off? Poor Ubal. <laughs> have you seen any of his movies? I think I have, but it's awful. I saw uh, the Blood Rain movie that he made. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I got five minutes in, and I'm like, this shit sucks. <laughs> Watch it. He's going to make a video online and be like, hey, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Got some you podcast, you? you fucker. Piece of shit. <laughs> I'm over here busting my ass, and you motherfuckers <laughs> over there tearing it apart. Why don't you try to do better, you piece of shit? Hey, how about you try not to dodge tax laws, you fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how it seems like you're fighting me, who is impersonating you, bull. <laughs> But didn't you, did you hear that's what he was doing? He would like crowdfund a movie and make uh, I don't know like a hundred hundred million. I'm just gonna call yeah. it that figure. Yeah. And then he would film in like Germany. Yeah. And because Germany has a thing where they want to like have uh, the government will reimburse you if you do something for the arts. He would fund it in such a way that essentially he would get all that money back. So he would make all that profit oh, from sake. making the movie. So that's how he stayed. Like, on top. Well, when I say on top, like, that's how he kept in business. Because he would essentially make all 100% profit on the movie. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So he's fuck like the, that guy. He's like the Trump of movie making. <laughs> well, I don't pay taxes. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Troy, we, we reviewed Sausage Party on here. We did. We gave it a decent review. It was, yeah, it was, it was an amical review. Well, Sony thinking that it's actually pretty hot shit. Oh my! In fact, we're we on the street is Sony might be submitting Sausage Party for the best animated feature at the Oscars. Oh, see if it gets the nomination. I don't know if it will. Probably not. There's no. been a lot of good animated movies came out this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> really good. Ones that. Probably made a shit ton more money than, but I don't know. <laughs> Sausage seen... Party didn't make a lot of money for its budget though, because it was I think it was like right. twenty million that, it, and it was like in the hundred, hundred millions of yeah. some sort. It costs a, like an extremely low amount, but we know why because they yeah, were because they fucked over their animators, <laughs> but... right? But still, like, even if that was just the budget that came out anyway, I'm pretty sure it was. They were in the black when they got the profits back, so. I don't know. It's I don't. It's not going to win an Oscar. I thought no. it was pretty decently animated for the amount of money put into it. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't animated in the sense that that's really good animation. It was right. just. It had it had interesting content. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it that way. But yeah, sure. Enter it. It's not going to win. It's not. It's probably not going to get nominated. No, I don't probably see not. It. There's a lot of stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. Like I've been hearing a lot of stuff about that Kubo and the Two Strings. I hear yeah, that's I heard, really good. That's really good. Uh, then they got uh, Zootopia. 
Yep. We got uh, Dory. Finding Dory. That's totally going to get nominated. Uh, Secret Life of Pets is probably going to get nominated. Yeah. I don't know. If, if they like run out of shit, ones. they might throw Sausage Party in there, but I doubt it. And that's just the ones that we know about. There's always some weird ones in there. Oh, yeah. Like, they're throwing like, some like French. Right. Like one about like a cat in a windowsill that like, eats a pie or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no sound in it at all. Yeah. It's just... A silent film. Yeah, like it, like it, like tries to eat a pie and it falls off the window and then it cries and then it says Finn at the end. <laughs> Lands in front of a clown who cries. Yep. <laughs> Everyone just cries in it silently. Everyone cries silently and then it wins. So it's <laughs> it's it's all good. <laughs> Troy, we're talking about it. Top of the hour. That Walking Dead. That's right. TWD. Walking Dead premiered. This past weekend, we saw it. This we'll talk about it. Week's end. But before that, Troy, we've got to talk about how successful it was. Oh, my. Hit it had... Give me one of the digits. 17 million people watched The Walking Dead on its premiere night, oh beating my. everything in that time slot. I bet. Everything. Oh, my. And it's one of its most watched episodes. I could see that. They hyped this for a long they a, time. They had a really big cliffhanger. Yeah. And yeah, they had all that all that press about who did it, who got who got the deed done to them. Who done did it. And uh it paid off in the long run. I could see that. As much as people bitched about it, they still watched. Yep. Because they're just a bunch of bitches. Yeah. I think when we were watching it, uh I commented on like think of the ad revenue <laughs> getting on oh, this. Oh, I know. On this episode. Because it did feel like, like every five minutes was a fucking commercial break. Yeah. And I was like, God damn you bitches. <laughs> fucking cashing in on this goddamn whoring out of information. Yeah. Because it took them like two or three commercial breaks before they finally revealed it. Where it's like, yeah, you're just doing that because you know there's probably going to be people that are going to turn it off as the minute they show who, who gets it. Yeah. And you're just like, we need to get a bunch of fucking Windows 10 fucking... <laughs> fucking commercials in so they can pay us out the ass for them yeah but yeah more on that later more more later more later <laughs> uh speaking of star wars troy brought that up earlier uh a director came out said that he would gladly do one of their spinoffs and it's someone i might be pretty i'd be curious to see what he does with it oh i know but who this is joss whedon right joss whedon yep yeah, and I, I I think he's got that nice Star Wars tone that he could bring to it. Well, right. he did Firefly. I was just going to say, he already did a spacey western. Yeah. Not that Star Wars has to be a spacey Ooh, what, western. What if, he did, what if he did the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I'd like to see him do something uh, with a, a woman, a female character, though. Oh, shit. He, he does very good female characters. He does, yeah. So, I'd like to see him. Do something with some female character. I like that. Like a maybe like a Leia origin. Mm-hmm. There you go. Maybe what was she doing between episodes six and seven? Hmm? Oh shit, that's a that's a good idea. That's right. That's right. Put it out there. Maybe she, uh, he can do. Well, they already are doing eight. Because I was gonna say like, what if they do like a big Ray backstory? And he did. He directed that one, but yeah, they're probably gonna put all that in the in eight. I know. So I recant. 
that decision, JT. Good idea. Yeah, I would. I would. I like. People complained about Joss Whedon doing uh, Avengers and Avengers Two, like past, like after, like Civil War came out, and they're kind of like shit on those two movies now. But like, oh, go f- they can go fuck themselves. They now there's a lot of like hate on the internet about Avengers One, and I'm like, what? What the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, you hate Avengers One now? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so hokey. Like, shut the fuck no, up. Go fuck yourself. Avengers was a huge thing. These are men that dressed up in fucking <laughs> spandex. Like, colorful suits. And you're like, oh, this is too This is too hokey. This is too childish. Motherfucker. Yeah. They're in, like, super colorful costumes. What's that hokey? That's like a monument. This is the first time it's ever happened. I want it to be serious. I want them to treat Captain America an Iron Man <laughs> and a big green brute called the Hulk. I want them to be treated seriously. <laughs> I thought it was treated pretty great. Like yeah. all brought together. Think of all the stress he had to go through to put this movie together. No And then shit. do it again for the second one, which had more studio interference because he had to do this and this and this. Yeah. And set up this and this. So people can just shit all over. Go fuck you, internet. Fuck you. <laughs> it's crazy. I know you're man. listening because this is on the internet. So go fuck yourself. Two fucking trolling crazy. bitches, pieces of shit. Trolls. God damn it. <laughs> God. God. God damn it. <laughs> what do you got, JT? Any more stuff? Um, I think that'll do it for my news. All right. I do have a little bit extra things here. Joe, we talked about directors. Yeah. On the subject. Directors. Lay it on me. Especially directing something of a strong female lead. Jessica Jones season two Uh-oh. confirmed that every episode will be directed by a female director. Oh, there you, like you go. Them, how do you like dem apples? There you go. Well, we we talked on a long basis about Mulan, about how that's not being directed by a female. Right. So uh, it's good to see that they're giving, giving the girls the old college try. <laughs> That's a little condescending. That is very condescending. I'm very sorry. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. That'll be the pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. I'm for it. Me too. Uh, Jessica Jones, the farther I'm removed from Jessica Jones, I think the higher in the list it gets on my Netflix. Really? Um, Net, uh, Marvel Netflix. Yeah. Really? I still like Daredevil 1 the best. But oh, I think yeah. Jessica Jones is my second favorite. Yeah. I think we already went through this. Maybe when we did Luke Cage. Yeah. But Luke Cage is at the bottom. Yeah, you said Luke Cage at the bottom. But yeah, I really like Jessica Jones. All right. Really liked it. A little more news, JT. We talked about uh, InBev being a monopoly of beer distributors. Uh, those bastards. Another huge buyout. Is happening, JT. You heard about this? What? Oh, I think I did. Yep. AT&T and... Uh, Time, Time Warner. Warner. Yes. Time Warner got bought out by AT&T. The deal isn't final until later 2017. Yeah. As they're getting all their ducks in a row. But the purchase that AT&T is shooting at them is $85.4 billion. Yeah. That's a lot. A lot of cheese. A lot of green, JT. Yeah. 
And with that, not only does it buy Time Warner, which is a huge cable company out on the West Coast, especially. Oh, yeah. Um, with that, it also obviously gets Warner Brothers is oh, in that package. Shit. HBO. Wow. TNT. Cartoon Network. Half of the CW. And DC Comics. Oh, is shit. All in that shit. All grouped together. Uh-oh. So there's going to be a whole lot of superheroes on phones. Right. <laughs> With their logo prominently placed. So, yeah, that's... Look out, Batman. Direct TV <laughs> Man is coming to save the day. That's that's huge news. I had no idea AT&T was so still this big. Like, oh, yeah. They're pretty... Well, yeah, because they bought Direct TV because it's like you see... Like you see, like Directv now, they have like the AT and T logo next to it. Oh, really? I, yeah. I guess I was just totally unaware that that they're I'd, pretty big. Somebody started as like a phone company. Yeah. <laughs> now has all of this shit below them. Like, yeah. it just blows my mind. Well, things can grow. I didn't like how is Verizon bigger than AT and T? Because I know Verizon uh, is huge too. Because I I looked yeah. up um uh like the biggest buyouts of all time, and Verizon was near the top as well. Yeah, for like more money than this. Yeah, it's like a hundred billion or something like that. Yeah, I think. Oh man, I don't know. I think Verizon like owns like a lot of like social media stuff. Don't quote me on this. I don't know for sure, but yeah. But yeah, that it's uh, getting pretty. Uh, pretty creepy out there with all these monopolies happening out there jt i read somewhere where i guess um at&t is trying to is looking into offering cable as a streaming service Mm. and like uh they might be offering it for as low as 35 dollars a month for like over 100 channels really yeah that'd be okay is that like so it would just be like an at&t app and no, would... it yeah, it's like it'd be like cable, but it's not, it's not through a cable service. It's through streaming. Okay. So like if yeah, so it's like you would get like their internet, internet through them, and then you would get like a cable package for thirty five bucks added on, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Not a, a streaming yeah. package. Yeah, it's yeah, it's all streamed through the internet. There's no cable involved, but I guess that else could also mean like if you had like the right maybe if you had like the right information, you could probably stream it from your phone or. From some other kind of device. Hmm. That's a thing. I might have to look into that. Yeah. I Especially if they be... own, like, HBO and all this other shit, too, that I watch. Like, yeah. Well, it would be, like, a legit, like, cable package. Like, it's... Right. But, I mean, if you're paying... you Obviously, you'd have to get internet through AT&T, yeah. I'm assuming, for yeah. this to work. But there's a whole... Yeah, there's, there's all these streaming services you go through, like Netflix and... Hulu and everything, like, to actually have, like, the channels at your fingertips for 35 bucks is actually a pretty good deal. It's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. There's a whole lot of uh, battling for uh, TV supremacy between all these companies, so it's really kind of interesting to see, like, mm-hmm. what they try and come up with. To the times are changing, ones at bay. Yeah. Yep. Everyone's cutting the cord. <laughs> I'm a cable cutter myself, JT. Have been. Oh, I know. I, I am, I'm too. I'm proud. I ain't, I ain't got no cable. No cable at all. I just told that to my uh, coworkers recently. That yeah. I was a cable cutter, and they're like, what? I'm like, I haven't had cable or satellite for years. Yeah. I'm like, what do you do? And I'm like, what do you mean? There's I get, so much shit out there. I get there. everything 
when I want it, how I want it. That's yeah. what I get. And yeah. for probably a third of the price that you do. Yeah. I don't care if I watch it a day late because I have such a backlog of shit to watch no anyway. Shit. I don't care. No shit. They, yeah. It was they were just they were older people, so they're stuck in their ways. So Yeah. The only thing that I was bummed about is I wouldn't be able to see wrestling, but then I'm like, then Hulu gets it and they even give it to you like in a, a bridge more, version. Yeah, a more abridged <laughs> version, so I'm not sitting through all the bullshit. <laughs> like, damn it. I love you, internet. Right. Internet is the way of the future. It's the way of the present. Yeah. True. So people living in the past, get with the times. True that. Get with the times. JT, got Neil's bits. Oh, fuck. And I think, because I may be too shaken from this, I think you have to sing it. Okay. Because we don't have a theme yet. I know, because Neil's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> um, actually, I do have a theme for it, but it might be a little inappropriate. Troy? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't. It's a person I respect. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> came so close <laughs> people die and it's the pits please stay tuned to neil's bits oh beautiful you have a voice of an angel yeah <laughs> well my neil's bits is today uh steve dylan if you don't know who that is it's a comic book artist yeah. Um, famous for drawing Preacher. Yeah, I know. That that name sounded familiar once you said it. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. He's, uh, that was his, like, magnum opus of things he did. But he also did things like The Punisher. He did stuff for the 2000 AD magazine. Really good. And he died at a really young age at 53 while he Dang. was on vacation in New York City. Shit. And he was currently dra- um, drawing, uh, I can't remember what it was now. I think like a Punisher series, like a recent one, but he was like, um, yeah, I, I didn't look up how he died. It's like that, I guess, wasn't really important, but it's like such really surprising to me that he did, went so young, you know? Yeah. 53 is not, not old at all. Uh-huh. It's, uh, death is one of those races you don't want to win. Tell you what. You really did it. You did it. But yeah, so Steve Dillon, you will be missed. Anyone needs to look up his art. His art is, you can, as soon as you see his stuff, you know it's him. Yeah. Like, it's great. So, pick up Preacher. Enjoyed his work on Preacher. Uh, Pick up, um, I think, like his Punisher Max series. He did some stuff in there. I'm collecting that as it goes on. Right on. But yeah, check it out sometime. It's good stuff. Do it up. You'll be missed. Yes. That's all the news I got, JT. All right, That's right. It. All right. Well, uh, after a bit, we got we got to liven it up a little bit with a little bit of um. You know it's done. Yo, you know it's done. Yo, you know it's done. Hey, you know it's done. Oh, yeah, you know it's done. <laughs> it's done. Oh, 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 oh. Done. <laughs> Done. All right, there you go. Really long pause in between that. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, 
That's how we do every week. We play the exact week same out. thing. Exact same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Charlie, got any trailers you want to drop? I do. Got one. Um, well, I got two. Okay. I got a follow-up from last week. It's not a movie one. Yeah. I think I think we have the same two then. Oh, very good. Actually, I might have a third one. Was that what you were trying to watch before we started the show? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, right, obviously, as we uh, finished up our <laughs> podcast last week, Yeah. hours later, a little trailer dropped onto the internet for the movie Logan. Yes. And boy, howdy. You know what? I really like this trailer. Yeah. It's totally a departure in feel from any of the X-Men movies or Wolverine movies. Exactly. And I really like it. It's gritty. That Johnny Cash song, I feel like they've used a eh, more often in some stuff. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what, but I know I've heard it a lot. Oh, yeah. But this this one feels like really appropriate. Yeah. And I was going to say, I, I, it made the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, kind of muted in a palette. Like, if you've kind of seen, like, the Logan poster, where it's kind of like that muted sepia tone, yeah, it's kind of like that a little bit in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, looks good. Oh, yeah. Looks good, man. Then Did you see the both the rated R and the regular cut? Yeah. Well, there's just, like, one scene where, like, he just, like, <laughs> shoots his claws through someone's head. That's it. That's the That's only it. difference. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this, because I... They want to tease up the old man Logan storyline that was really good. And yeah. obviously they can do it because 90% of the characters are owned by Marvel. Yeah. So they're taking a spin on it where it looks like he's just cruising around with a crazy ass Professor X. Yeah. And uh, a little possible clone of himself, X-23. <sighs> Don't know. It looks good. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm all for it. It has, I think it has a kind of like a like a Mad Max feel to me. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so it looks good. Like it's very dystopian and desert. I've got a lot of questions for it because some stuff has come out and said it takes place a year after what happened in Days of Future Past at the end. Yeah, like what so, the fuck? <laughs> so it's like, so you went from like having a bunch of fancy things. To everybody's dead and it looks like the world is desolate <laughs> and a year is time like I, I suppose it could happen yeah but i want more info on that no shit so That's, a lot of shit's gotta drop in a year for it to be that bad yeah because <laughs> professor x looks like he aged terribly yeah <laughs> in that amount of time like the minute it was like logan Welcome. And then it's like, oh, fuck, now I'm old. (laughs) Shit, I tripped over old. Yeah. (laughs) Who left all this old in the the hallway? Damn it. (laughs) But even uh, Logan himself, he comes back and he kind of just looks like he did in, I don't know, the rest of the movies. And then in this one, he looks old as shit. Yeah. And looks beaten down and worn out. So, yeah. Like to see. Yeah. I like the, I like playing with the whole concept of him not healing properly and him trying to uh, find a means of coping with that. Mm-hmm. You kind of saw it a little bit in the last Wolverine movie where yeah. he kind of got his healing factor taken away. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is not quite the same, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm into it, JT. This seems like a more uh, 
like a less of a oh I can just fix this. It's just like no, you're just you're just fucked for the rest of your life. Right. <laughs> yep. I'm excited. I'm excited for this movie. I am excited too. I think we should because all three movies seem so different. We should do what we did for Captain America for this. Okay. Because oh, I am not that, looking forward to that seeing origins that first is one. so terrible, <laughs> and I love it so much. I think I have it too. Yep, I have it. Oh fuck. I I am pretty sure I have the Wolverine as well somewhere. So yeah, we'll do that. Yep, I got it right there. Oh man, I'm almost looking forward to it because we're gonna rip the shit out of the oh, origins. God, it's so bad. I think, I, I think I've said this before, but like almost once a year, or about every other year, me and Ghost Hunter Dave will be like, you know what was the Wolverine Origins movie that bad? <laughs> and then it's, yeah, and you get into it. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's probably worse than what you remembered. I don't think tenfold. I, I think I may have only watched bits and pieces of it since that first time I saw it. So I'm I'm almost curious to like watch it again. <sighs> I've seen it like three times all the way through. Once. Why do you hate yourself so much? <laughs> because I just have a natural curiosity of hating things, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. So yeah. That's I'll, I'll yeah that sounds good. All right, for the weeks leading up to that one, we'll uh, we'll torture ourselves. We'll do that for one week. Yeah, right. I yeah. like the second one. Yeah, Wolverine is bad. It wasn't bad, but maybe in, I've only seen it once, so might change your mind then. Might it might. Well, my second trailer <laughs> that uh, also came out the day after we did our last show is the trailer for Red Dead Redemption Two. Yes pretty stoked for this jt it looks gorgeous it does they don't give you a lot of story but they give you a lot of visuals and it seems like a lot 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 more things are flushed out a lot of sprawling landscapes yeah oh my god yeah the lighting effects look amazing Mm -hmm. like the grass looks great yeah (laughs) like even the towns look more detailed yeah like, uh, they, they were rolling up to, like, a trading outpost or a general store or something like that. It just yeah. looks decrepit and yeah. old and looks great. Yeah. I am 100% behind this. Ooh, I'm for it. Oh, my goodness. It was... I'm just curious what, they, what they're going to do with the story. If it's going to even involve John Marsden at all or if it's going to mm-hmm. just follow somebody else. Yeah, I don't or know. What time frame it's going to be in. There's so many... So many questions. So many fucking questions. But it looks so GD good. It does. You know, I've never played Undead Nightmare, the version, the uh, version uh, for. I Red played Dead a little bit of it. It's it's fun to an extent, but they it they make it kind of hard because they give you very limited ammo. Oh, do they? They don't want you like just going around like fucking taking out a bunch of zombies. Like they want you to like actually like treat it like a survival horror game. Okay. Um, I meant to play it right after I beat Red Dead uh, Redemption the first time, but yeah. then I just, I kind of wanted a break from it because I went to go 100% it, and so like I was doing really minuscule things at the end to get that 100%, Yeah. so I was kind of getting sick of it, mm-hmm. but now I, I was going back when they announced Red Dead 2 that uh, they were showing like, best parts of Red Dead Redemption 1, and it showed some stuff from Undead Nightmare, and I'm like, oh played that one now i'm getting the itch get the itch so i might 
get that downloadable DLC. There you go. To get it. But I saw some stuff where you get to like hunt sasquatches and ride a unicorn and Yeah, you can you can legit find the four hor- the fi- four horses of the apocalypse. Yes, that's what I want. <laughs> I want to do all this weird shit. Like, they're hidden throughout the map. You have to find... And then you can just, like... That's, like, your horse. Like, it's one of the horses of the apocalypse. Is it, like, a huge expansion? Like, is it a whole other game? They change up the whole map. It's it's basically the same map, but they just change it up to make it look more dark. And I think there's just other missions you have to do. How... Like, it... How, how long is it... How long of a game is it? I don't know. I didn't finish it. Okay. Did you put a lot of time into it though? Uh, like maybe like three or four hours. Okay. Alright. I'm still interested in it. I think the DLC might be only less than ten bucks, so Yeah. I'll pick it up. Do it to it. Chelsea's gonna come home, see me playing that, and be like, God damn. <laughs> Why are you skinning a a, a dead uh, an undead bear? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited. I need a zombie pelt. You gotta get them pelts. Yep. Anyway, do you have one more trailer, Jake? Oh well, yeah, I'll talk about the one that I saw. They put out a second trailer for that movie that I'm actually really curious to see: the M Night Shyamalan movie Split. Oh yeah, 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 the one with McAvoy in it. Yeah, and it looks like it looks like McAvoy is just really interesting in it. it looks always, like he's really shooting for the moon on some of those. Yeah, things. like I've always been a fan of McAvoy, but I've never really seen him do something where he can just go fucking full balls out crazy. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he really does it in this, and I really, I'm really curious to see how he goes with it. Is the second trailer much different than the first one? Yeah, that's why. The only reason I wasn't gonna bring it up is that it's not very different, but they have more scenes of McAvoy in it. Okay. So it it gives you more of a sense of how he's playing this. This character of like twenty three different personalities, mm-hmm. so it's it, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it, and I think Shyamalan's been putting out some pretty decent stuff lately. He's due for another one. He's due, yeah, due for another hit. Yeah, like, I think he directed the visit, which I really liked the visit a lot. Actually, did he direct or produce that? He directed it. Okay, and I, think I didn't he, see. The he visit. directed something else that I think's been getting pretty good praise too. So I'm like. Yeah, I kind of want to see what okay. he does with this All right. split. The only thing I'm hesitant about is, like, with a Shyamalan movie, you expect, like, a twist. Yeah. So it's like, uh, like, I don't want it to be ruined <laughs> by, like, a dopey <laughs> twist. Yeah. Because it does look interesting. I don't know if it's, like, it fully piques my interest or not, but, you know. I don't know. I think when he, like, tackles, like, something, like, psychiatric stuff like i think he has like more of a i don't know like i think he's more accustomed to something like that as opposed to just trying to like make a horror movie and be like it was it, you thought it was in the 1800s but it wasn't <laughs> like, oh fucking it's in now times oh god damn it <laughs> spoilers for the village <laughs> no no one cares no one fucking cares <laughs> Once he made, oh my god, do not fucking watch Lady in the Water, because that is dog shit. Never seen it. Dog shit and a half, it's so fucking bad. I've never seen all of the village either. Like, I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh fuck, it is badass. But that was like when I was like in, like in high, high school. Yeah, I was like in high school, so I was like, oh my god, it's so cool. 
But, what a twist. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, you didn't see it coming because it was dumb. Because <laughs> nobody should have seen it yeah, coming. Yeah, no one should have seen dumb. it coming. He shouldn't have seen it coming because he's the director. He should have actually thought better. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm looking forward to Split. I want to see what it's like. All right. I might check it out when it gets on, like, a rental or something. All right. Fair enough. Well, anyways, Troy, that may- brings us to... Damn it! On top of the hour yet? I think we're ten minutes closer than last time, or no, maybe we're, we're five yeah, minutes we're slower. Five minutes slower. Damn it, son of a bitch! We're working backwards, Troy. We're not being efficient with our time. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll, we'll get. We'll, we're okay. We'll just do it. Fuck. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, Troy, considering mm-hmm. it is close to that Halloween. Old Hallow's Eve. Old Hallow's Eve. <laughs> it seems like television was like, oh, you want something scary. We'll put some scary stuff out there for mm-hmm. you. Want something a little spooky. A little spooky. We'll make, make you maybe a little more uh, psychological, kind of get in your head a little bit. That's right. Make you make you think. Make, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Well, they put out, Netflix put out that Third season of Black mm-hmm. Mirror. Now, we've been talking Black Mirror up a lot. Yes. On here. We talk it up a lot because it, it is a good show. It is. Very good show. Yes. But then you're like, okay, so Netflix is all about like, yeah, it's good. Let's get on that bandwagon. Let's start making some of our own. Right. Let's make some of our own. We can do this, right? Right. I mean, we're pretty good. Yeah. We've, we've been making really good shows. Like right. House of Cards. Right. We made Orange is the New Black. Yep. We can take something someone else has done and just fucking make it ourselves, right? Right. Right? Right. Right? Right. Well, we'll be the judge of that. That's right. Here on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Netflix came out with six... New apps. Yes. Um, all of them dealing with the same kind of stuff the BBC came out with. Uh, tech gone awry? Yeah. <laughs> Set in the um, very near future where technology has infiltrated almost every aspect of the life and see how much that warps society and how much that can mm-hmm. twist the mind. Yeah. It's a very, like, New Age Twilight Zone, if nobody's ever yes. seen it. In fact, I was reading up on Black Mirror a little bit this weekend to try and prepare for this, and uh, he based the title of it based off of, like, when you look into a TV set that's off. Oh, cool. I like that. Yeah. So that's what the title of the show is based off of. And then it's just kind of... Yeah, then it kind of just... All the stories are involve how life is distorted by all this technology that's around us and like how it could morph into something that could make life easier or make itself seem easier, but actually would probably make something harder in the long run. Very true. Um, now JT, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't finish the last episode yet. Oh, I was shit. watching it this morning and didn't know that it was an hour and a half long. <laughs> yeah. And so I was in bed, and I'm, like, still, like, watching it, and I'm like, I need to get ready to go to work (laughs) pretty goddamn soon, 
and looked at how much time's left, and it was still a half an hour left. I'm like, shit! <laughs> so I haven't finished the last episode yet, okay. but I'll finish it right after. I got a good... I don't know how the ending goes, but so far I was it's, in... Uh, I'm trying to think of in the half hour. I don't know. I'll, uh... I don't know. I don't know if we're new in the spoilers on here, but I, I'll, uh, I'll try and work around it without spoiling it for you. Maybe. Okay. So, how do you want to take this episode by episode, or you want to just do? Yeah, uh... sure. All right. Um, I just before the show, I was gonna write down the titles of the episode, but they did not help me in remembering what happened in the episodes at all. So I wrote down. Cliff, like one note cliff notes <laughs> to what the episode is so I can remember what it is. Do you is. have the titles? I don't know. If, I, I don't remember. have the actual titles. Okay, I'm going to find look up the titles. Um, just so, just for frame of reference for people that are listening. I might, um, if I open my Chrome, I bet you I just have the um, wiki open. Okay. Um, uh, boy. Here we go. I got, I got it. All right. I also have it open. Okay. Okay, so the first episode is entitled Nosedive. Yes. And this was the uh, the eye-catching episode with the star power in it. Yes. It's also written by Rashida Jones. Really? Yes. And Mike Schur, who I'm not who quite sure. He's from The Office, isn't he? I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. But, um... This one um, has Bryce Dallas Howard in it mm-hmm. as the main character. Yeah. It also has I can't remember who the blonde actress's name is. I know she was in she was in Star Trek, wasn't she? Like uh, she was in Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, she, she was, was like the, the hot one that turns around in the in her underwear. Yep. Um, she's also in some other stuff, and also uh, the guy. Well, I mean, I know him. He played. <laughs> Uh, Aquaman in Smallville. He was the groom. Okay. Like, I know he's done other stuff from them, yeah. but sorry if I just nerded out on everybody. Oh, and I've sorry. also been watching Smallville on Hulu, so... Okay. Go don't... ahead and keep talking about it. I'll play the, I'll play the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the way I put down is, uh, for Help Me Remember, it's called Uber People, because... <laughs> Essentially, there's uh, like a social media app out there, just like any other, like Twitter or Facebook, more or less Facebook, that um, you update people with your life and then they rate you mm-hmm. on how well they like you through like a service, yeah. like Uber, like you, like you would rate an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you go and, well, for instance, she orders like a coffee and like a cookie at like a coffee shop or whatever and from the service that she got from the barista he she rated him so many stars so he would rate her back five stars yeah and the your star power rated one to five is how people are judged in society yeah which it pretty much creates like an entirely new class system yeah exactly and like even though it has like a lot to do with the new society that's there really it doesn't i want to say it doesn't affect anything because you you meet somebody at the end who is still going on with their life who has got like a terrible star rating yeah so like who cares really if this is all 
like thrown out, it wouldn't make any difference whatsoever. It's just a social status. No, there's stuff out there that like I, makes I know. life easier. I know, but it doesn't make you. It's it's not. It doesn't mean like you're poor and are like are totally impoverished, like live in poverty. But it does make it harder to get nicer things. Yeah, like you could still be decently well off and have a shitty star rating, but it just means you can't get into like certain clubs or get. Um, express lines or something like that. Yeah, you know what? Like, so there's that kind of a thing. It 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 does give you a shittier life. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And so Bryce Dallas Howard is attempting. She's at like a four point two or something like that star yeah. rating. Yeah, and she's trying to get to the four point five because if she does so, she can get into this new condo. Yeah, that only accepts four point five and up. Mm-hmm. And then she gets invited to her friend's wedding as the maid of honor, and she knows that this would be a great chance to make a great impression on everybody who's invited who are all upper echelon people mm-hmm. so she can get into this condo, what she really wants. And then you just see the gradual degradation of her character and like yeah. a terrible fall from stardom. Mm-hmm. To where she gets it to at the end. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just love it because she was legit going out of her way to try and make this wedding, but it's just making people, like, it's rubbing people the wrong way that it's taking her star rating down, which is making people less appreciate what she's going through to try and make this. Yeah. I love I love it. Like, it's, uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, for the third season. I think this was a, um, it wasn't my favorite episode, but I think it was a strong opening. Yeah, like it got yeah, yeah. me. It got me reintroduced to Black Mirror in a way. Where I was like, "Yeah, I'm on board to watch the rest of these." Right. Uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, one in the first episode where the guy, uh, it's the or the first season where the guy is like pedaling on that bike a lot. Oh yeah, the it, it's merits or something like. Right. Ten thousand. Does a lot. Or it has a lot to do with like social media and your presence and stuff like that, and how yeah. you're represented on the internet or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, the but, yeah yeah I like this one because it's uh, yeah like it, it creates a whole like class system and then it also kind of uh, like it almost kind of creates like a whole different version of racism too. Yep. Where like you you see or like a different version of prejudice where like. You see somebody with like a low with like a low rating, and then you're just like, "Oh, they must be a really bad person. I better stay away from them." Mm-hmm. But then it's like it almost kind of like completely defeats the the purpose of society where you're interacting with people in like a genuine way because everyone is trying to make everybody happy. Yeah, yeah, they're trying. There's trying to. That's one of the thing I did like about the episode because that's it's exactly how people act on social media. Yeah, like. They'll like something, even though, like, who gives a shit about it? Yeah. And... As much as I liked this episode, every interaction on it made me want to fucking kill myself. I know. Because it's legit those... It's those, like, interactions I see with, like, people all the time where it's like, Oh, my God! How are you? Oh, and I'm like, a picture of... Yeah, I've legit... you made! Yeah, I've legit seen you talk so much shit about this person, mm-hmm. and now you're acting like they're the... Like, you're their favorite person in the whole world. I'm like, shut up! Yeah. I also like the fact, too, that, like, conversations that they would have in real life, 
except for the ones between like the brother and sister yeah like are really awkward and people can't don't really know how to talk to each other so mm-hmm. much yeah because even bryce dallas howard bryce dallas howard's conversations with other people that weren't her like close friends and family yeah were really short and kind of awkward yeah and with, I like long that. pauses because they're just like scanning through like their what like kind of like what their facebook is right just like find stuff to talk about because and then it also it's also kind of weird because then you don't have to memorize like right you, like you, you could legit not give a fuck about somebody and then know everything about them right so you would not know for sure whether they genuinely cared about what they're talking about or not it's like, just like yeah. oh yeah i see you have a dog how's your dog doing yeah like when um for instance like when she meets that woman in the elevator mm-hmm. like she doesn't really know she doesn't know any i think they wear like a contact lens or something yeah. as well uh-huh. because as soon as you walk in let's say i didn't know you yeah my the contact lens would read like oh uh it's jt standing there and then it would uh bring up your social media feed and i could cycle through it and be like Oh, I saw you had eggs today. How were your eggs? <laughs> yeah. Like, they were great. Great. And then we'd leave the elevator, and mm-hmm. then we would rate each other on their conversation or yeah. how well we liked each other. And so it's those are the kind of interactions. You, yeah. you don't have to know anybody. You're just so sucked into your phone. And even at the end, are we? do you want to spoil these episodes? Um, Because all of them have, like, kind of twists on them, and I want yeah. people to watch them. Yeah. Eh, yeah, we don't need to spoil them. Well, I know you don't want me to spoil the last one for sure, so we won't completely spoil them. Right. The um. So without spoiling anything, at the end, like she's kind of Bryce Dallas Howard has left social media lists. Yeah. And you kind of see her act like how she really wants to act. Yeah. Without being fake. Yeah. And even like with that, she's trying to like rate somebody without her phone because she's so used to like. No, I think that f- was more of like a joke type thing. Where was they it? Because I took it as like yeah, a, almost well, they, a muscle memory. Because they were yeah, or yeah, like they were all well, they were kind of joking with each other already. So just kind of like uh, I'm rating you. Look at me. Like they're kind of joking around. Mm. Okay. But yeah, I like like just seeing how pe- how like I think this one was like really thought out because there's a lot of stuff in there that I really liked. Like I like the um when she goes to the coffee shop and she just she gets something that she hates but she knows it looks good mm-hmm. just so she can t- so she can take a picture of it right and people like rate it like really high yeah it's all that fake shit it's uh, i know it, it even the way that Bryce Dallas Howard like would laugh in this i know just grated on me so much cuz she would do that fakey like ah yeah. kind of laugh and every time she did i was like Oh my god! It would give me like shiver up my spine. After me and my girlfriend watched it, I called her Mall Mall the rest of the day. <laughs> and she was so pissed. <laughs> oh Mall Mall, that's so cute. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a solid uh, episode to start. Yeah, definitely enjoyed it. Um, let's just jump to the next episode because we yeah. got. More of these to get through, JT. So many. Um, the next episode is entitled uh, Playtest. Yes. Which, obviously, this one is more... Um, I could have got up, got it from this one, but it's uh, uh, like a like a VR video game yeah. kind of um, episode. Yeah, they, it's like they put an implant in your head to uh, simulate uh, like something... 
going on. <laughs> right. There's um there's like a kind of a, a backstory of this guy who um gets up and kind of leaves his home with like his family still there and he goes and kind of just backpacks around Europe mm-hmm. for a while and then ends up being low on money and needs to do this like experiment or n- n- not really like kind of like this project yeah in order to make some money so he can buy a plane ticket to go back home yeah and this happens to be like a very popular video game producer has this new uh horror survival game out mm-hmm. in which you it is a vr simulation and it is the next step in virtual reality where yeah. it makes you almost uh well it does not almost it makes you feel like you're really there yeah like you almost like hallucinate that there's things there yeah and uh since it's black mirror doesn't go exactly as planned of course <laughs> but uh actually like this one a lot except i don't think i was like a huge fan of the end i didn't like it <laughs> the whole one at all yeah like, were- just because like i mean as it was going on i appreciated it but then when they show you what happened at the end it's like then there's there's no stakes in this at all like everything yeah. everything about it was just it was all I don't want to spoil it, but it's like everything about it, there was nothing genuine about it at all. It was just all something where it, like it didn't really affect anybody but the person involved. Yeah. So it was just like and then they even like show that what like the the occurrence wasn't even that long at all, so it was just like so then why are you showing me all this? <laughs> yeah, I uh like as it was going on, I was like, "Oh, this is really interesting. That's really interesting." And then when you get to the end and realize, "Oh, that probably wasn't true," so then why did I care about that conversation? Like, if I go back and watch this, I'm gonna, and the whole time I'll be like, "Then why do I care about this conversation? Then why do I care about this interaction?" Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> because um, you find out more about his backstory. Because I wasn't a fan of the main character in this up until a point until you find out, like, his backstory on why he's backpacking across Europe. Yeah. Which, minor spoiler, may or may not have happened. But it's his son. No, it happened. Because yeah. he, he has a conversation before he does the whole thing. Okay. Like, he meets up with that chick that he just bones... Oh yeah, that's true. I thought and then that they happened have that, later. Then they have that conversation. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that happens later on. Um, but then I really started to feel for him, and I actually liked his little thing when he was going through the house. I really liked that. Yeah, I I think I liked the guy in it, and I I thought he was a really good actor, and I, he played up all the stuff really well. But I just I don't like the idea of like there's so much stuff in here that's just not. Like, in terms of the story, genuine, where I'm just like, then why do I care? Like, yeah. by the time it was all said and done, I just kind of stared at the movie. I just kind of stared at the screen, and I was like, then why do I care? Why do I care that this, any of this happened? <laughs> yeah. I can I can understand that. I didn't feel like... Especially how it ends. I'm just like, okay, then, well, all right, then why do I care? Then no, no one no one really knows so about what happened, so why do I care? Yeah, I um I didn't feel like that I didn't feel that 
uh, kind of negativity for it, but I did not like the ending for a different reason. But if I say it, I'll I'm gonna spoil the ending. Okay. Well, um, let's do like a spoiler esque thing after we thing, get through yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds fine. Um. Okay. So yeah, this one wasn't my. Um, top favorite either but i will say which one was my favorite episode okay and i think it might be the same one as yours might be the same um mine episode three of season three uh it's called shut up and dance which i would not remember because it's the one that uh (laughs) the word that i use to describe it is troll And that is a minor spoiler for the end, but you have no context to what I'm saying yeah, yet. Yeah. And so this one is kind of creepy because this one could almost happen now, mm-hmm. like with no, yeah, like no other uh, future tech or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This could happen today. Yeah. And they they make it seem like it is present day. Yeah. There's nothing. They they don't show anything that looks out of the ordinary like it right. looks like a modern day in in london or whatever they are right and it's essentially this uh story where this kid is essentially being blackmailed online because he's caught doing something through his uh camera on his laptop yeah um do you want to just say what he gets caught he gets caught jerking off on his laptop sure yeah it happens pretty early in it, so yeah. That's not that's not a spoiler for yeah the whole thing. So like the guy is says like I know what you did. I'm gonna use this as blackmail. I'm gonna email it to your contacts list if you do if you unless you do this for me. Yeah, and you um he's, through the whole thing he's getting texts like yeah need to do this or I release a video in two minutes or and he, then as he goes on there, he finds out there's like a network of people that are just like right being Getting pushed screwed to do this, over yeah, in the same that way are being pushed to do this thing and like uh yeah this one's like one of my more favorite ones of the ones they put out um of the newer of the newer ones is one of my favorites right um I I think this is maybe one of my least favorite ones yeah right yeah i like i like the concept of this whole blackmail thing yeah but i felt like the way it was wrapped up at the end i i didn't i didn't care for it i think it's an extreme version of what people on the internet do today yeah like they just they just fuck with people for the sake of fucking with people yeah but then these stakes are so high and then it's like but like anyone doing this could be so dis- detached from it because they're not they're just sitting back and watching from a distance mm. and that's why i like because it's pretty much it's a version of like what people do now where they just go online they're just like ha, oh, you're fucking you're a fat ass you you're a piece of shit everyone hates you and then you can say that but then there's no you're not engaging in any physical activity or you're not even meeting this person in real life and knowing who they really are yeah outside of that you're just you're you're looking at somebody and you're judging them and then you're using that to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And you're just kind of using them as pawns. Or in this case, like they're being used as pawns to to entertain you, but yet you're like because you're behind the screen, you don't have to feel anything. Yeah. Really. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to feel like the kind of uh, 
like the kind of guilt that you would have if you were to just do this to someone outright. Yeah. Like if you were to pull a gun on somebody and say, do this right now, there'd probably be a lot more guilt behind that instead of just getting behind a laptop and being like, do this or I'll release this video. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the kid gets taken through this whole string of adventures and meets up with, I guess, a guy who's in Game of Thrones. Fuck yeah, Braun from Game of Thrones is in this shit. Chelsea said that as soon as we got to it. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked him in it, too. Yeah, I, I thought he was him. He was really good because yep. he, he, like, he plays it up like he tries to be logical with it, even though it's a very illogical situation. Yeah. Like, there's so many times where he's like, he's trying to think of him, but then he's also thinking about himself. At the same time where he's like, well, I, I, I feel like this kid didn't do anything that wrong, so I want to help him out. But in the same sense, I don't want him to fuck anything up to where this guy's going to release this information on me. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's kind of like riding like this double-edged sword of trying, of like pushing him, but then also not wanting to be a dick about it at the same time. Like, yeah. Kind of like, like how like a regular person would handle the situation. Yeah. Right. And I liked him a lot in it. Me too. I think he was one of my favorite parts in it. Yeah. Even though the kid was pretty good in it too. I liked yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't necessarily like the way the ending wrapped up on this one either. Oh, dude! I, I spe- like especially the twist behind it, where like, oh my god, you feel for him the whole time, and then you're almost kind of like, yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it wasn't just him either. That I like. Hey, we'll get into it after. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a small, or do the whole, a small spoiler. whole wrap up. Spoiler yes. wrap up. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So that was episode three. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode four, I <laughs> is entitled uh, San San Junipero. Yeah, San Junipero. And this one threw me. Oh, the the I <laughs> the thing I have on it is old people. <laughs> yeah. I I think for this one, I don't know if we should say too much because. This was definitely one you need to experience for yourself. Right. And this one is my favorite episode oh, of the ones. By far mine. Yeah. The the one thing I wanted to say is when I first started, it didn't feel like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. And I had a, like, at one, when I got to, like, uh, maybe 15 minutes in, I was like, is this a time travel episode? Like, there's future is are they going so far into the future where there's like time travels involved yeah. and it's not yeah it's not time no. travel and so i was like okay uh but it turns t- turns out to be like a perfect black mirror episode yeah and this one is more of like an uplifting episode as well yeah i like that too it 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 presents more of an like as opposed to like a lot of ones where they just kind of show like the dangers of technology, this someone almost kind of shows like a positive that it could, yeah, actually how it, of a like could actually enrich someone's life as opposed to ruin it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this one is a is a uh. Even though there's like twists and dips and dives in it, it ends up being a pretty sweet story. Yeah. Although they, I think there is like a scene at the end though where they do kind of like grounded it as like I don't know this is Black Mirror I'm gonna we're not gonna let you go without at least making you feel kind of weird about this sure <laughs> I I mean I didn't feel any, really weird about it so much yeah oh well, I'll 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 say what I what I thought 
into our spoiler thing. But I don't really... I legit do not want... Like, the least we say about this episode, the better, because it's... I feel like, especially out of all the ones that they have, like, this is the one you need to experience for yourself to fully appreciate it. Yeah. And what's great about this, too, is, like, let's say all these descriptions we're giving on these episodes aren't doing anything for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But we say number four is great. You can just go in and watch episode four without any context of any other episode. Yeah, it's an anthology all, series. Yeah, they're all standalone. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, if you didn't know already, so yeah, yeah that's it's really good. Um, episode five is entitled "Men Against Fire," mm-hmm. and my title was "Soldier Roaches." <laughs> uh, this one, uh kind of fell flat for me this episode yeah like it wasn't bad at all like i kind of liked the twist in it that it had i totally guessed it though oh i know i feel like especially with a black mirror i feel like there's only so much they can do where it's like it gets to a point where like yeah i can kind of see where you're going with this yeah and this one i figured out way early yeah not right before they said it but I, I, I was like, oh, I know where this one's going to yeah. go. I figured it out, but then the thing that threw me at the end was, like, the extent to where to, to where it's going to. Yeah. Like, that's what really threw me. Right. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it was it was cool. Like, anyway, the, <laughs> the story is essentially, like, uh, there's this soldier, and... Uh, he meets up with his platoon, and uh, you find out, like, at this point in time, there's, like, this, I don't know, like, this virus going around that mutates people into, like, uh, these, like, subhuman kind of, like, monsters. Yeah. And these soldiers are there to eradicate them so they don't affect humanity. Yeah. But because it's Black Mirror... You find out that the government is behind, well, obviously these soldiers, the government would be behind any, almost any yeah. soldiers. Yeah. And there's more to that than you see at face value. Mm-hmm. And the twist in this would give the whole thing away. Yeah. Um, but you find out, like, they're, the government is trying to eradicate more than these monsters. They're trying to eradicate... Uh, like disease as well and this is how they're going about it yeah because these people would carry certain like muscular dystrophy and that, oh, okay i don't i wouldn't say that <laughs> i feel like that that's like the twist that kind of got me at the end like they make it seem like they're these bad people yeah they're right hold on hold on hold on <laughs> i just feel but like you're they, right. they're this is their this is their the reasoning that the government gives a soldier take that as yeah. it's it could it's could be a half truth yeah but um the reasoning they give them is to rid the world of these diseases and these things are carrying on these certain um abnormalities that could be eradicated for the human race to become as best as they can. Yeah. With the getting rid of all that shit. Okay. I'm trying to tiptoe around the twist. I I don't know, man. I think you're kind of giving a little too much away. I'm just going to... We'll just, we'll just say it. there's monsters out there and soldiers have to kill them. Yeah. 
At first, I thought it was going to be like a Starship Troopers because they kept calling them these monsters roaches. Yeah. And then you find out they're like mutated humanity. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Because I, even though I would like to see Starship Troopers, I love Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> Get Rico out there just killing people. Get NPH out there with oh, the man. brain bug. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like uh, references to stuff in here. Like the, um, uh, the the video game one, the playtest one. There's like a total like Bioshock reference in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Uh. Let's move on from that one because that one's yeah. really. If I haven't given it away already. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. That's really you were. I was treading pretty close. Yeah. I was about ready to just be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but that one is it's easy to guess the twist in it so yeah. it's harder to say anymore yeah and the last one is entitled uh hated in the nation yeah and my title is bees yeah oh bees um and this one is the one i didn't finish uh yeah. s- but um there's like this uh when i say string of deaths it only really is two yeah but in a couple of days there's kind of like high profile deaths mm-hmm. that are happening and this um detective and her now sh- like detective shadow who came from like a tech division yeah are out trying to solve these crimes and finds out that uh the crimes have a very black mirror twist yes <laughs> um why don't you go on to try to <laughs> explain it if so i don't give too much away yeah uh, i think yeah this one should be more kind of uh experienced by yourselves um i feel like like i like this one because uh it didn't feel like a black mirror episode it felt more kind of like a like uh a police procedural yeah and i liked that like there's a lot i feel like this season of black mirror they got a little more gutsy with the the tone of of certain episodes and I, I like that a lot. I feel like the the first two seasons they kind of kept like the same tone of just being like, we're gonna ride this ride this along, but you, you're gonna know there's gonna be a twist at the end. But it's kind of kind of have the same tone of like, like kind of like a meek, dismal outlook, but there's technology involved, and then it ends with a twist. Mm. Like in this one, I feel like there was more of like a romantic aspect in one. There was more of a uh, police procedural with one. There's more of like, like a brighter, lighthearted one, mm-hmm. or what seemed like lighthearted because it's Black Mirror. It can't be that lighthearted, right? But I feel like, yeah, like different episodes have diff- had different tones to them, and I, I think it made it more interesting to go through. Like this one, I, I wanted to go through all of them in, the, in one day. Like they were all like they were right. all so different. Like I was, I wanted to see what they were going to do next. Yeah, like as opposed to like the first two seasons, they kind of kept that same. They kind of, they almost kind of kept the same color palette too, almost in a way. Yeah. Well, in they're the all written season. by the same guy. Yeah. Charlie Booker. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I would say like this one is the most varied in tone yeah. from episode to episode than the mm-hmm. other ones. Um. So yeah, do you want to just kind of wrap all these up and do minor spoilery things? Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't seen Black Mirror yet. Turn it off, watch them. Yeah. Skip ahead maybe like 
five or ten minutes till you hear us talking about Walking Dead stuff. There you go. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, the one thing I, um, the, a negative critique I have about this season, yeah, is that I don't feel like these episodes were as clever as the first two seasons. Yeah. Like, you'll notice that I like a lot about certain aspects of these, but you'll notice a common thread. I don't like the ending. Yeah. Not that I need, like, a great twist ending on all of these, Mm -hmm. but, like, the first one, I didn't like the ending just, like, just because she's venting at this guy. Like, it's a very just weird, aggressive ending where it's not really their, their... They're not doing anything but yelling at each other and just saying fuck you to each other. Yeah, because they're actually having human interactions. I get that, but <laughs> it wasn't deep enough. It was just it was just shallow, like, letting out aggression. Because That's they weren't a, able to. I, I get That's that. them venting. I then get what did that. you want? <laughs> Something more substantial than just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like, like what did you want then? <laughs> anything else it, it wasn't it it felt very surface level of an ending and it wasn't like an, if you felt like you were shackled by people constantly judging you and then that judgment reflecting on everyone else that sees you the first thing i'd want to do is be like fuck everything fuck all this and then you see this one person who's coming back at you and then you kind of exchange it like i i love this ending because it 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 just embodied like they were venting on themselves how they felt about society. Like they could not be themselves. And that was them just unleashing everything at each other. And they were doing it with like a smile on their face because they were actually being themselves and they're actually being able to just throw themselves at each other. I get it. I get what you're saying. I think you're just seeing that they're saying, oh, they're just saying, fuck you. That's dumb. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I am saying that because I just, I would like. Do you want them to have like a big soliloquy where it's like, no, I am I so sililo- sick of this world and no, what it has need, done to me. I don't need a soliloquy or anything like that, but it's just so, it's just so surface level, just anger. Come, and I get that it's. But then it wasn't just that. They were like being like, I hate your hair. I hate what I hate this look that you have about you. Like they're able to finally say things about somebody that they can't say to them in public. Like even when you want to insult somebody outside in that world, all you can do is give them one star. Yeah. Like here they can finally be like, I hate your face. I hate your hair. I hate that shirt you wear. Like they can actually like make their opinion known as opposed to just being like one star. Then why'd you give me one star? Then just turn. They, they don't talk to each other, so they just turn away. Yeah, like here I don't they know. were actually fucking able to let themselves be heard and be known and let their opinion be heard. See, I was really liking it at the time where she was at the wedding and just kind of like going crazy. Like she was half saying her speech, half saying what she really felt. Yeah, I was really into that part. But then when she got thrown into the jail, then cell, it was completely her. It was just her shrieking. It wasn't any. It wasn't anything. That was her finally letting herself out. And I, you would be, you would be shrieking too if you felt like you were being held down like that. Then make it more clever. Make it more clever writing than just like fuck you. Fuck Do you, you think fuck you'd you. be clever if you were like okay if you were like locked up and then they let you out? Do you would you think would you have like these 
the stuff that you were like, oh yeah, this. <laughs> you would just listen. I'm not, let I out. Don't... Let out what you're feeling at that moment, and that's what they were doing. They were letting everything out. They weren't. They weren't doing something that was thought out. They were letting out what was in their heads at that moment because they were finally free. Yeah, I I get I I know it. I get that argument. But like, take a look at the one call uh, the episode in season one merits. That guy goes to kill himself with a piece of glass, and like, well, he had that all thought out though. He was actually planning that for a long time to kill himself on stage. I get that. Yeah. But like, there's like a better emotional ending to that than I felt there is in this episode. Even though the ending is different, and he like kind of like. Well, not kind of, but he does like just take that and runs with it to be more of a popular yeah. person himself. Like he was ready to actually just kill himself on yeah. stage until they're like, this is great. And in this one, like she's getting to the point at this wedding reception where she is getting violent and is brandishing a knife and is like going fucking bonkers out of her mind. Yeah. And then she just gets thrown into a cell and just yells, fuck you at a guy. I felt like She's that... in a cell. What can she do in a cell? I Maybe the fact <laughs> that she shouldn't have been in a jail cell. Maybe she should have murdered everybody at the fucking party. <laughs> I don't care. I didn't like the... the Well, in the Merits ending. one, I think in the Merits one, it was something he had planned out from the get-go. Even that speech, because he wanted people to know how big of pieces of shit they were. Yeah. And when they were like, that's brilliant. We want to bring you in. Then it was. Then it changes from there. Here, she wasn't planning on being in a in a jail cell yelling at somebody. So there's not some big eloquent speech she can be about society. It was just, I'm just gonna say the first thing that comes to my head because this guy can't fucking judge me and reflect that judgment on anybody else. So I'm gonna say the first thing that comes to my head, and it's not gonna be some thought out eloquent speech. It's going to be, I fucking hate how you look, and I fucking hate how your shirt looks, and then I'm going back and forth about like what they don't like about each other and actually being able to let themselves be heard. I feel like we're repeating ourselves. We should go on. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I was going to say the same thing when you put an ending <laughs> to that sentence. Okay. So the next one is like the video game episode. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like about the ending of this, um, and I um, already feel like I have like a different reason why I didn't like it. It's because there's like 90 twists at the end of this one. Yeah. There's, me and uh, Molly legit saw a Doctor Who episode that had this exact same premise to it, but it was in a different way. Yeah. Like, you find out that it's like, oh, the virtual reality went in, he uh, he gets out of it. Oh, but no, he was actually in it still longer because it goes back to this point. Kind of like Inception. Yeah. He was like, in VR, in VR, in VR. Mm -hmm. And as he's backing out of all these... You find out that he was only in the first test for, like, a half a second. Less than half a second. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and then he's, like, comatose. No, dead. he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, is, this is why I hate this, because there's no stakes to it at all. Yeah, I mean, you get to see, like, his progression. You get to see, like, like how he actually feels about... What progression? He's dead. No, but, like, before you know that, you get to see, like, him oh, yeah, okay, yeah, travel yeah. back home and, like, realize that, like, he doesn't want to avoid his mom. He really does love her. He just needed time away to figure out who he was. Mm -hmm. And then you come home and you realize that she's gone, like, mad, like, uh, with Alzheimer's or something, which is, like, his biggest fear because that happened to his dad. Mm -hmm. And so, like, 
him dodging the calls all the time from her made her made him feel awful and then he wakes up and then he's dead and it's like oh that kind of sucks because that didn't really mean anything yeah but i like to see that progression even though like the ending had like nine twists i'm like okay like that's it's not even like yeah. smart that's like oh got you even got you again got you again like no, you didn't. You but even his mom having Alzheimer's wasn't real. None of I know, that was I real. I said it wasn't real. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, none of it was real. Like, even, like, the conversations where, like, the guy goes in, where, like, the boss of it goes into this thing about, like, his theory on, like, why he's making these games. I was like, oh, man, this is really interesting as they were doing it. And then you get to the end, and it's like, nope, that conversation wasn't real. Yeah. And so it feels like the minute he enters the game... Why should I fucking care? Because by the end of it, he's going to be dead, and it was less than it was less than half a second yeah. altogether. Like they get they get to that room, and it's like legit. Once he turns the game on, you can just turn the episode off because there's no more stakes. It's just like yeah, yep, he's dead. <laughs> but there, I mean, uh, you get to see like his emotional story past that point, which is really heartfelt. I, I like that little snippet of it that you find out uh, like how he really cares about his family and stuff like that. And there are cool things that happen in it too. Yeah. Like funny. It's like, he's a charming kind of character and he's kind of funny. Yeah. So, I mean, it's funner to watch. It's more fun to watch, but like the ending, I was like, yeah, didn't like it. Yeah. This is probably, this is definitely like my least favorite one. Okay. Well, let's go into my least favorite one. Well, you know what? I would say it's my second least favorite one. Cause, um, episode three, with the uh, text message yes. thing going on. Yeah. I <laughs> didn't <laughs> I know you said you liked it. Mm-hmm. But I I just didn't like the whole troll aspect of it where you f- like everyone gets fucked over at the end. Yeah. I'm just like to me it felt like they're trying really hard for it to be a black mirror episode <laughs> but it is black mirror i i know i know but it's like it's trying to imitate being a black mirror episode to me it's like they couldn't really find like a great i don't i don't know i just didn't like when everyone just got like the I think you really wanted these to be like twists you didn't see coming. I did. Well, why would I want to see them coming? Well, no, but I feel like you want. I think you expected every episode to be like a twist you didn't see coming, and I feel like, like, they didn't put that pressure on themselves to do that a lot. Like, there's def like definitely that one with the game. That was one where they were like, we need to give them something that they haven't they don't see coming. Yeah. But I feel like with everything else, they just kind of let it play out. And then if you don't see it coming, cool. But if not, we're telling the story and we're just letting it go along. Yeah. And, like, this is definitely one of those where, like, you get to the end and then it's just like, nope, I'm just going to fuck you over. And that's totally what a troll would do. Yeah. Like, they didn't have – they had no guarantee that he wasn't going to do it. But the fact that he said that that he would made them do all this crazy shit because it's shit that would ruin their lives. And the fact that he did it anyways – it completely kills what they did throughout the whole day where it was just like, I did all this for absolutely nothing. Yeah. 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 I I don't know. Maybe now that I'm thinking about it again and I had more time just to stew on it, it's not like as bad as I first got done with it. But I do think like the vibe I got through it wasn't my favorite one. Oh, it's definitely very, it's a very uncomfortable episode. It really is. And then you, it, <laughs> When you find out, like, 
Because at one point, um, I think both me and Chelsea were like, what? So this guy just has him jerking off. Like, even the guy in the show and the episode's like, so they just have a picture of you or video of you jerking off? Who cares? Yeah. And, like, both me and Chelsea said that to each other at the, like, almost exact same time. It was like, at yeah. this point, I would just let him. Who cares if they saw me jerking yeah. off? Everybody jerks off. Like, the only thing that, like, I had was, like, he is a 17-year-old kid. And you are in, like, a stage of your life where you're, like, if people get that, like, you're going to be, it's going to be held over your head. Like, yeah, yeah. So much. But then they show, like, the real stakes behind it at the end where it's, like, no, he's been piddling to fucking kids. Yeah. And you're, like. Oh well, then just fuck you. <laughs> yeah, pedo and training. Yeah, is what I coined. Because he, the yeah, other cause day. he makes, yeah, because he makes like those, like the two pedophiles fight each other at the end. Yeah, and then like the winner doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, which I, I, which I thought I was like, there's no way that kid could win that fight. Oh no, <laughs> especially after he tried to commit suicide with the gun that he used <laughs> to rob the bank. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, fuck, and tried to run away. And then it's like, how do you come back from that to killing a dude? Yeah. There's no way in fuck you did that. No way. Um, okay, let's jump to... Do you want to save episode four for the end? Sure. Or do you want to just... I feel like we'll be more in depth with that one since we didn't say anything about it. All right. So episode five, um, the soldier episode. Yeah. This one, like, the I saw the twist coming a mile away. Oh, yeah. It's... You find out the government is just using implants in these soldiers for them to kill whoever they want. And so they mm-hmm. see whoever the government wants them to take out as these monsters. Yeah. Where they're not mutated or anything at all. Yeah. Like when they, when this, yeah, I, I saw it coming because of the whole, like, they have like these implants that just makes them see and like see anything they want them to see and smell anything they want them to smell and everything. I'm like, oh, fuck. So they're totally... They're just, like, making these these people seem like zombies. And then at first I thought, I was like, okay, so it's, like, the enemy. And they're just making the enemy look like this. They're in a war. And then, like, uh, they show where it's like, oh, it's innocent people. And it's like, oh, well, maybe they're, like, doing like, this DNA thing. And then they're, like, maybe the people that got caught in the crossfire. And then they're like, oh, no, we're actually trying to cleanse the human race. And you're like, oh, fuck. So we're, I'm watching genocide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Of anybody. <laughs> yeah. Of not just any race. Or creed or anything. It's no, just, they're like, just like anybody we, that yeah. the government wants out, they can make them look like this. Well, yeah. Well, like they said, like they scanned DNA and they found people with a certain DNA code that are more susceptible to cancer and uh, disease and everything. So it's like, well, we're just going, we're just going to eliminate eliminate them from the human race so they right. can't populate. And you're like, that's fucking genocide. Yeah. And then you you think about it, and it's like that might not even be the case. It might just be like a fucking Hitler esque guy that just doesn't like these kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> and where and once they maybe eliminate all of those, then where does it stop? Because I know there's still going to be soldiers. That's like, why I like this episode because it feels like one of those where it's like, okay, we got this idea. Like the, we have these soldiers that have PTSD. Let's think of a way of like trying to cure that. Let's make all of our enemies look like monsters. Cool. And then they, as they go on, it's like, okay, we got all of our enemies. Now what about those people that just don't make life that good? Right. <laughs> Get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> now, now what about those people that are just annoying right <laughs> and it's like where does it fucking stop because you can legit send soldiers out and have them kill people without feeling any remorse yeah. because they look like monsters you know, my neighbor makes my his dog shit in my yard yeah kill him and his dog and then at the end when they show that like they even like uh kind of uh counterfeit what he's fighting for 
Yeah. When he goes back home and like even his wife is an illusion. Yeah. Which I I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. And I like I like that where it's like you're every single piece of this guy's life is fabricated. Right. And I um I'm just piecing together right now. He wakes up in the middle of the night because he's kind of getting fucked with because that uh light that gets shown in his eyes like yeah. it scrambles his circuits mm-hmm. or whatever. Like he wakes up in the middle of the night and all of the soldiers are doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Because they're being tampered with through their memory implants as well. So they're all getting fucked. Yeah. Literally. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're getting fucked in their dreams <laughs> to care for this person. Like I found it weird like that and this one actually has nudity in it too. I know. Yeah, it threw me off. I was like, oh shit. Where he's like boobs. Screwing his wife and then like it's kind of like in Watchmen where there's like a million Dr. Manhattans coming in to have this orgy with Silk yeah. Spectre. It's kind of yeah. what's happening in his dream. Yeah. So that's why he wakes up and he's like, that's kind of fucked. Why is there like <laughs> nine wives and they're all the <laughs> like same? Nine wives <laughs> fucking me at the same time. Um. So yeah, that that one um, that one is is a predictable one. Yeah. Um. But it's 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 not it's not it's not awful. It, yeah. It's it's pretty good. It, it yeah. makes you think like, whatever. And it's got that uh, I can't remember who the actor's name is, but he plays that psychiatrist. Whatever. I really like him and stuff. Oh yeah, Michael Kelly. Yeah, he's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, like he's him. in House of Cards. Yeah. Um, the last episode, bees. Yep. Or whatever it's called. Everybody <laughs> hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something of the na- of nation. I can't remember um, what the name. Hated of it in is. the nation. Hated. I think it yeah, is. hated in the nation. Um. Yeah, hated in the nation. Uh, this one is uh, even though I haven't finished it, it's I'm in I'm in really intrigued by this one. Yeah, I really like this one quite a bit. Yeah. Um. You, uh, as we said before, it's like these two detectives trying to find out this like little small string of murders that are happening, and you find out there's like uh viral uh like th- some hashtag goes viral. And when it says, like, what does it say? Like, kill, uh, death to, hashtag death to. Yeah. And then whoever is, like, negative in the public eye at that point in time. Yeah. So, like, it'd be, like, yeah. death to Trump or and whatever. Whoever, yeah, and whoever gets the most hashtags, then that person is killed through, like, this uh, system they go through where all bees have died out. So they have to fabricate them through robotics Mm-hmm. To pollinate to pollinate flowers, and someone right. hacks into that, and then uses them to crawl into people's ears and like actually like touch the part of your brain that gives pain. Right. But so like, not only do they kill you, but they drive you to the point where you kill yourself before you die. Right. Yeah, they're in the part of your brain that like focuses on pain yeah. and just scramble that so much that you're in so much pain you just want to kill yourself. Yeah. And so that's how essentially how they're that's how they're yeah. doing it. Or like the fucking sweet ass part where they capture the person before they kill themselves and they put them in an MRI and then the bee shoots through their eye. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's a fucking huge magnet. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I still know the ending of this one, so we're gonna leave this one still in right. the air. It's a pretty good ending. Oh, good. I got to the point where um, it's a good. Tw- I wouldn't say that. I don't think it'll be blown away by the ending, but like the twist as to why he's doing all of it is really good. Okay. I got to the ending where they get to like that farmhouse and they try to save the woman who's on like the death to list. Yeah. And 
they fail. Yeah. But um, that's as far as I got. No. It, it's a, when you find out like why this dude is doing all this, it's really cool. All right. Sounds good. Um, so episode four. Yeah. The most uplifting episode mm-hmm. of the season yeah. is so great. Oh, I know. It's really good. Um, this one stands real tall compared to the other ones, mm-hmm. but it's it doesn't start out like a like I feel like a Black Mirror episode does. Yeah, like it doesn't. It starts out in the eighties. Yeah, and it and that like maybe because I like shotgunned a bunch of episodes and then I got to this one. Yeah, it felt like so different. Yeah, and I was like, what is going on here? And then at one point, I thought it was time travel. Which it's not. Yeah. But it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, when I first started, I thought it was going to be like these people meet in the 80s and then you see how like technology changes their relationship as they go throughout the years, but mm, they stay in the 80s. Cool. Yeah. And uh, if, there's always like kind of like a ticking clock. It's kind of like a Cinderella thing at midnight. It's like yeah. they have to get they go back yeah. and then um y- you you it took me a while to figure out what was going on until you see like that it's really not pl- taking place in the 80s mm-hmm. like in actuality why don't you do this justice i've been talking forever yeah uh, i like this one a lot because uh this one definitely doesn't like hold your hand throughout it and like lead you to see it's it's doing it because of this. Like it lets it play out like to the point where like it gets so weird where you're like I don't know what's going on at all. Yeah. <laughs> like at, and then like at one point they start going to different decades where yeah. like it's like the this one chick going into the seven like in like 1980. Yeah. Like like the first year and then like going into the 90s and then going into the early 2000s and you're like what's going on yeah i keep saying one week later yeah and then you uh find out that she's actually um the the girl with the glass is basically well before all that it's these two women meet in the 80s who just seem to have this fondness for each other and then uh but they only meet like one week at a time like i keep saying one week later every time they meet up mm-hmm. Well, they don't, don't even meet for a week. They meet for, like, a night. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a night, and then it just ends, and then it says one week later, and then they meet up again, and you're like, why don't they meet up more? Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. <laughs> yeah. But then as it goes on, like, she, like, starts, like, as, like, relationships progress, it's like, oh, I'm not ready for the commitment, blah, 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 and then she, like, disappears. But then you, like, see, like, the girl with the glasses trying to pursue her, like, showing up in different decades looking for her, and you're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then uh, it comes to find out that uh, the girl she's pursuing is actually, like, an older woman in a retirement home who's, like, dying of cancer mm-hmm. and has months to live. And she is someone who was in a car accident when she was, like, in her 20s mm-hmm. and was just in a nursing home being, like, kept alive with, like, a breathing – with, like, a feeding tube and a breathing apparatus. Yeah. And, like, this uh, thing called uh, – San Junipero is like a getaway for kind of like the consciousness of people yep. that they put into. And un- unless you're dead, you can only do trial runs that last for five o- that last for five hours a week. Yeah. 
So you can only use it for five hours a week, and you can only go and do like a certain timeline that you want to go into. Yep. And then it's kind of like it's that relationship that they build off of that. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's really good. It's it's really good. This one is more layered than all the episodes too, because mm-hmm. not only you find out it's like oh they're going back and just like reliving like their youth, but they're also they're doing that because they're on their deathbed. Yeah. And they want to just, like, have a great life before they pass. And then you find out there's more going on in, like, the present time in which they're older and they have relationships going on here. They even, like, it's used to even, like, ease people into death. Yeah. Because it's not just, like, a super sad time because you know that their consciousness can be hooked up to this, like matrix essentially Mm -hmm. so you know they're not going to just suffer they're going to relive like the best times of their life yeah for all eternity when they pass Mm -hmm. and um like even the way they handle like people passing is much more like it's not sad it's like a ceremony like it's a it's a happy thing Mm because the um at one point the main character in this the uh i can't remember what her name is but uh, she's like, well, I can't do anything with you because I'm I'm supposed to get married. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my god, like, well, she she she's out hus- being a hussy <laughs> on her husband. But you find out she's getting married to, in she's getting married in orderly so that she can be, uh, it, what is so it? So he'd be like a Euthan- power of yeah. Att- yeah. So she he she could can be the power of attorney. Yeah. So she can be euthanized in and order. She can stay there forever. Yeah. So it's like all this shit stacked on yeah. top of each other, which like just is makes a beautiful story yeah. in which like these two women who are essentially I felt I, I fuck I've said like essentially a lot in this probably <laughs> doesn't matter. So these two women are older, living in the present time with this technology to do so, but if they lived any earlier, they probably couldn't have lived the lives they wanted without prejudice yeah and so they're doing it in san june panero yeah without any risk of being like uh chastised on they mm-hmm. can be together with each other yeah and uh they just live out their life and then you get a twist on the one woman that said like um i've already lived a life with a man for so long and you wouldn't and she like gives this whole speech on like how you grow up with this person forever and become their best friend and it becomes even closer like in a connection you wouldn't even believe so don't even tell me how i'm supposed to live my life at one well yeah well they live they live completely different lives because she actually had a husband for like 30 or 35 or 40 years yeah but then uh the chick in the glasses she was basically restricted to a bed not being able to talk to anybody because she was a vegetable yeah for ever since she was in her 20s so yeah so she's she's acting this is like her first like full-fledged relationship yeah with somebody whereas she's whereas uh the other person she's had a relationship for a while and she's had a like a marriage yep and she's already decided that she's just going to die because her husband is her husband and their daughter are both dead and they yeah. didn't they didn't go to this place right so she's just 
going to accept the fact that she's going to die and then whatever happens from there happens. Yep. Like I I like this episode because it it is uplifting, but like it's one of those things where like if you look into it too much, there's also like some sad elements to it. Yeah. yeah like yeah. uh the nightclub that she goes to where it's just a bunch of people doing S&M and this just this god awful fucking shit where they're like they're almost trying to kill themselves without really dying because they can't. Yeah. Or it's like they want to feel something so much, but there's only so much you can do in this in this place. Yeah. Where it's like, well, let's just do fucking S and M bonded shit. Where I'm like choking you with a plastic bag while you're like fucking me. Yeah, like, yeah. Where it's like, like how long do you stay there where you're so f- afraid of death that you can't actually let yourself pass on, but then you almost start losing who you were in this life. Yeah. It's so layered. I know. It's so good. Yeah. It is it's so good. I recommend seeing yeah. this completely. And then the last shot of it is uh, when uh, they both decide they, they're going to be together in San Junipero. And then they show the place where they are. And it's basically just a, a large warehouse with a bunch of servers. Yeah. So it's like this whole world. and But now you're confined to the server. Yeah. In a, in a warehouse where someone just like, you're a blinking, you're a blinking light. Right on a on a big black box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. This episode's so good. Yeah. <sighs> so do you have it? Did you did you say what you thought about this season as a whole? I, I'm pretty sure I think I like this more. That's a really not committal term at all. Okay. I think I like this season just for the fact that it feels a lot more. Like they tried to take a lot more risks with it. Like they they took they tried to like I think they tried to like play a lot more with different genres, while also trying to maintain the spirit of Black Mirror at the same time. And I can I can respect that. They could have legit just gone like, let's be super bleak and depressing and try and tell a story about technology being evil. Yeah. Whereas with this, they think they tried to approach the stories from a different from like different genres, at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Although I, I think my favorite is still White Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't. This the fourth episode of this was really good. Yeah, it's probably one of my top episodes. I'd say I'd say that one is probably my second favorite. But White Rabbit still. The more I think about White Rabbit, the more I'm like. It makes me try and peel back the layers of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. White Rabbit is pretty good. It's not as good as the one with the guy who replays memories, but... Well. <laughs> that one is still my favorite, because that guy just <laughs> goes fucking nuts. Just with, like, a minutia of, like, little things he notices, and it just is driving him crazy, and he has to figure it out. Yeah. Even though he knows it's going to hurt him. Like, I fucking love that. I well, see you love that, but then you don't like the guy, the chick that yells in his prison cell. Because that one, <laughs> this one, that one is more nuanced than that. Like, I liked it up to the very end where she just, like, spews hate. Yeah. But, so, anyway, there you have it. Okay. Black Mirror? Still good, though. I love Black Mirror. There was no episode in more. this I hated. Yeah. I liked them all. But, like, there's just some I just like more than others. All right. Fair enough. All right. We should get into Walking Dead. Yes. We pretty much squeezed the orange of Black Mirror pretty dry. Yeah. I think we (laughs) went quite a while on that. We did. We did. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, The Walking Dead season seven premiere. Yes. Aired this last Sunday. Yes. And for it not to be spoiled for us, we went to go see it live. As which it is happened. a good thing because legit, I glanced at Twitter after it was over, and there was legit, like, how do you, how the fuck do these people get away with having to put that much shit up and still have friends? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like both. You and I opened Twitter, and I, like I scrolled past five posts, and then it was just like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah, like what the fuck? Um, so yeah, uh, how how do you want to go about this? Just spoil it. We've already fucking talked if about you, if you haven't <laughs> already seen it, yeah, like already. If you if you really you wanted... probably already know what it is. Yeah, because there's no way you, you there's no way you could escape what the fuck it was. Seventeen million people watched it. Yeah, we already said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the whole episode just uh, is hinged on who Negan killed. Yeah. Who who did Negan off? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and uh, this one has like a little bit of a twist as well because yeah. um. From the ending of season six, you saw that he smashed somebody with Lucille. Yeah. Boom. They're done. Done. You find out that it was... He, he ended up smashing Abraham. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's... Okay. I did not care yeah. that it was Abraham. <laughs> well, you also didn't really see all of the last season, too. No, I didn't. But, like... I know the book and the movie are different, and mm-hmm. or the book and the show are different. Yeah. So, like, I, I try not hard to compare them because they're trying to be two different things. Yeah. But even in the book, like, he dies way earlier. Yeah. And, like, very out of nowhere. It, yeah. it wasn't, like, even, like, a high cinematic death like the one he got on the show. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he went out like a badass, telling oh, him to yeah. suck his nuts. So that was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. And then... Um, the show goes on and progresses like Negan is torturing Rick pretty much throughout the whole episode. Yeah. I want to know like the runtime on this episode as well. Cause when you're watching it, it was an hour. I know, but it was the commercials on... probably made it like a fucking 30 minutes. No shit. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> Cause it's like literally every five minutes there yeah. was a commercial break. Yeah. But anyway, um, but then you find out that Abraham wasn't the only one smashed in. Yeah. They also went and, just course corrected. Daryl had to be a fucking douche and fucking screwed another person into getting their head smashed in. Yeah. And super spoilers coming up. Kind of. They also smashed Glenn's head in. Yeah. Just like they did in issue Very 100. violently. Very violent. <laughs> Almost picture perfect, though, the way yeah. they did it in the book. Yeah. And I felt like that was a great idea because not only did it. Abraham throw it off and think like, oh, maybe they won't kill Glenn. Yeah. And then they do kill Glenn. Yeah. And they're like, at that point, when they do do it, I'm like, oh, shit, now it's no holds barred. They killed two people. Yeah. They, they can probably... kill more. <laughs> I know. Like, every time someone spoke up, I'm like, oh, fuck, they're going to kill another person. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought they were going to as well. Yeah. And not only did I thought they were going to do that, I also thought that Rick was going to lose his hand. They yeah. tease that a fuck ton in the yeah. episode. Yep. And they even teased Carl losing his hand. Oh, my God. It was so heavy. I feel this episode definitely gave uh, the show a shot of adrenaline that it really needed. I agree. And there's 
this episode I thought would be unanimously praised as being exactly what you just said. Oh, the minute said. they showed, the minute Glenn's death was as graphic as it was, I knew there was going to be people up in arms. I see. I didn't <laughs> think. I just thought like people who have been with the show so far would be accustomed to seeing all that shit. Uh, yeah, I I'd say so, but like. That was especially brutal. That's that's the most brutal death on the show so far. Sure. Like, Even to though... see someone's head turn to mush like that, and they show all of it, like, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Especially with someone that you've followed this whole time. Like, the one scene that still sticks out in my head the most is when he's still beating in the fucking uh, mashed in head, and they show Glenn's body and the hands twitching. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, f-. like, that made me, that gave me, like, shivers when I saw that. <laughs> And um, so not only did this happen, and so it was quite shocking, but they also show a lot of Negan. Yeah. Negan gets a ton of screen time in this. Yeah. As evil as a bastard this guy is, he is still really fucking fun to watch. Yeah. I love the way Jeffrey Dean Morgan Jeffrey plays. Dean Morgan does this fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I love him. I love yeah. his portrayal of Negan in this. Mm-hmm. And I don't see... It's really hard for me to see, unless you do not like the gory aspect of it, why you, people can't be into this yeah. episode. Yeah. Like, I I think people, I've heard some uh, critiques about it where, like, people are still bitching, like, oh, man, he says fuck so much in the book. Why don't they, I wish, like, he was on HBO so they could say, like, fuck every other word like he does in the book. And I'm like, even without that, like, he still kind of gives off that vibe of, like, someone who's very immature for his own well-being where like he doesn't have to say fuck every other word like you can still feel like that that essence of him where he's like taking so much he's taking joy in what he has to do but he's also it's what he has to do yeah to get to garner control granted like in the book because he uses the um f word so liberally yeah it does make him come off a little bit different in the show because it makes him come off as like a less intelligent person because he uses that sort of language. Yeah. And so he comes off as a little more collected in the show than he does in the book. Okay. But like they still have the same spirit as like in my opinion. Yeah. Because Negan in the book isn't dumb. Yeah. Like, he just talks. That's just the way he talks. Yeah. Like, he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. well. He's not just some big fucking dumb redneck. Yeah. Which you think he is when he f- you first see him. Mm-hmm. You find out that he knows exactly what he's doing, mm-hmm. and the reason why he's gotten this far is because the he's taken the steps the way he's needed to to get this far in this apocalyptic world. Yeah. I, I just love how... Like, especially going from, like, the finale of the last season to this episode, like, it felt like Walking Dead's Empire Strikes Back, almost. Where it was like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, it just feels like he's doing such an amazing job of systematically breaking down this group where it's like, it's like, my God, he's a genius. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The... Like, where... Oh, hold on. Like, as the... Like, as... Like if this was the governor, he would he would just be like, "Well, I'll kill one of you, and then I'll set you free." But where where it's like with Negan, he's like, "No, I need you to know how fucked you are." <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't just show the firepower; like he will just keep 
firing until you're like, okay, I give up. I give yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Whereas the governor just like, they just, they know how powerful I am. So I'll just, I'll tell them what I'll do to them if they misbehave. Or Negan's like, nope, I'm going to show you. Yeah. Repeatedly until you just tell me that you're going to do what I tell you to do. Yeah. Until you're whimpering mush. Yeah. Yeah. Until you're a dog, essentially obeying me. Yeah. I love, I love that. Like it's, it's a perfect perfect threat after after already seeing what the governor has done in the past yeah just someone who does not give a fuck yeah at all i um i've seen some uh comments on the episode that it was very nihilistic and i'm like yeah maybe but like even with that like i can still like the show yeah like maybe you just I don't know if the people I'm getting these comments from have just, like, watched the show or even read the books. But, yeah. like, the books do a lot more terrible things than the show <laughs> has ever done. Yeah. So, like, maybe you just don't know the source material as well or see where it comes from. But I, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping that even though I know that, like, Rick and his gang are trying to are going to eventually, like, retaliate and you know, get back at him for doing all this stuff. Like, I hope that it's not like a quick turnaround in episode two. He's like, and Rick is still like, wow, we need to go get him. Come on, Coral. Yeah. We need to go buck <laughs> up and go get, I hope he's still like a whimpering mess for yeah. a while because he's just been totally demasculated. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I'll just, I love that. And like, I keep hearing so many, uh, criticisms for it where it's like, well, yeah, I stopped watching The Walking Dead because it's too depressing. But it's like, I think Walking Dead is one of the most uplifting shows in, like, all of TV. Because it's like, you see what all these all the shit these people go through, mm-hmm. and yet they're still trying to piece together their lives and trying to live a life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many there's so many people that would go through less than this and just give up. But the fact that they're, they're still trying to assemble, like, Put, throw together a semblance of a life mm-hmm. like that's pretty uplifting yeah i can see your point like it is a kind of depressing show and a lot of time it, i feel like it treads water yeah but i do feel this injection in this season of something a little more colorful and mm-hmm. charismatic is definitely what it needs yeah uh, well, i don't think it's definitely not something that's supposed to make you feel better no by any means no 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 but but it's I it's definitely like it makes you it like shows you like these this horrible situation and how people are still trying to still trying to live a life whereas people go through a lot less and be like fuck it oh uh. <laughs> right I get it so um overall what'd you give what would you give um Walking Dead overall completely yeah. the no the 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 premiere for season seven it, well it's definitely a shot in the arm that it needed i'll definitely give it a a a, a. a fonzie a yeah i really liked it too i would i would uh i would give it an a i would do it yeah and it makes me curious to see what how it progresses from here yeah i can't promise that i'll catch every episode from now but i'll probably Maybe get filled in from you, and then maybe watch the mid-season finale or then the finale or something. But um, I'll, I'll eventually get to it. Right on, right on. 
Um, so, other than uh, this double dose of creepy stuff, spooky shows, <laughs> is there anything else that you've been into this last week, JT? Uh, maybe, but for time's sake, I'll say no. Okay. <laughs> um, we did go see a WWE live show we this did. last Monday, which we did. is pretty fun. Yep. I got to see, I got to meet the Miz. Oh boy. Got to hug his wife. <laughs> All right. There you go. So there's that. You're a married man. Just keep that in mind. Well, it's a whole wife swap thing. Oh, right? I got you. <laughs> I got you. Um, also finished you guys reading... throw keys in a fishbowl and yep. stuff? Yeah, it was a whole key party <laughs> thing. It was like it was good. Uh, also finished reading Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run. Yeah. Finally got through all that. I got a little burnt out at one point. All right. But uh, I powered through it and uh, read it through. It's a, it's a great run. It's a great run. Nice. Um, at one point it's like through the first four books, it's like a horror suspense and then it gets to kind of like an adventure story in the last two. And I feel like I didn't enjoy that as much. Still a great story overall. Nice. But that's pretty much all I've been into this last week. Right on. Right on. Right on. Well, JT, with that said, if people want to chat up what their favorite episode of Black Mirror was... Where could they do so? They can find me at Bucky for Everyone on, on Twitter. Also, Bucky for Everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not? Snapchat. Try. You can find me at Short of the Max at. Uh, you can find me at Short of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash off topic podcast. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future on soundcloud.com slash off topic podcast. You can also find us on iTunes and Google Play. How about that? If you have anything to say that is more than 140 characters and you got uh, some question or quip you want to share with us, you can do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Toss it at us. Toss it up. Um, I might be changing. I know I said this a while ago, but I might be changing some URLs. Chelsea Danger recently downloaded SoundCloud and started listening to our show. Yeah. <laughs> Just recently. Oh, geez. Mind you. In the last week, so we can't say we can't we have we can't say any bad things about her anymore. <sighs> no, that used to be a segment, though. Damn I it! I know, I know. All right, but uh, she said it was kind of hard to find us, which I don't think it is because we give the URLs on every single episode. Yeah, but I might be changing it so it's more cohesive, so it's not like off-topic this and review review that. Gotcha. So I'll be changing it. Maybe to review, review everything. But I'll let everybody know if I do that or not, because I might Come get on. lazy and not do it at all. That's how we roll here. <laughs> so, anyway, that's the show for this week. Yeah. Next week, did we have something planned? I don't believe so. Doctor Strange doesn't come out till... Yeah, that's two more weeks. Yeah. So, we'll fi- we'll figure something out. I don't know. I was thinking, since we haven't done it yet, we can do Nice Guys. Have we not done that yet? We have not. All right. All right. That's preliminary on the table right now. Nice guys next week. Yeah, yeah. Could possibly change. To, com- to complete the list of things that I saw over the summer that you didn't. <laughs> right. And I finally did. Yes. But, uh, okay. Yeah. So that sounds like it could be on the table. Gotcha. So until next time, will you find out we may or may not have done nice guys? <laughs> I'm Toward the Max's Dream. I am GD3K. And we are off.